Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Well, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Hey, guys. Welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm gay. I'm Jay. <laughs> As the oh, tide turns. Oh, fruity and slip. Fruity slip. <laughs> A fruity, fruit ninja. fruity slip. Fruit, fruit loops. Ninja. Damn. Hey, uh, so... There's not a lot of news to talk about, you guys, but we do have a couple of Patreon request reviews and then movie that Jay wanted to review. Yeah, we got a triple fuck for you. Ready to go? <laughs> Let's get started. By the way, oh, I do got a little, there's two little things. They're not movie related, but they're interesting as shit. Well, I guess one of them could be considered uh, movie related news. So we all know about what's going, uh, you know, we heard about what happened with uh, Evan Rachel Wood or Rachel Evan Wood, I guess her name was uh, Marilyn Manson. You know, she accused, uh, she accused Marilyn Manson of, uh, sexual abuse and all that stuff uh, in February, 2021. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it was last night or the night before, whenever they released the Sundance film festival, she's got a documentary coming out called uh, Phoenix rising. And in it, she details her struggle and, and what happened and essentially pretty much lays out the entire sexual abuse uh, that she suffered at Marilyn Manson's hands, along with the, uh, the way that he was conditioning her and, and the cult like mentality that he made her feel uh, anyway, one of the main things about it, though, is in 2007, she alleges that Marilyn Manson, uh, there was a music video that he did called Heart Shaped Glass. I don't know what it's about. I never heard the song. I guess there's a heart made of glass. Annie Lennox walked on broken glass. But anyway, he made a song Sounds called like Heart Shaped Glass. Rip-off. Well, yeah. And uh, Rachel Evan Wood says essentially he raped her on camera. Now, this is in the music oh. video. So oh. what happened is that she said she felt coerced to do the scene anyway but she's an actress so she went ahead with it she was 19 i think at the time but she said that she was going to simulate the sex scene like you do you would do in any kind of acting role and that mm-hmm. what had actually happened is marilyn manson did penetrate her like legit fucked her on camera and then she said this was in front of everybody this was literally in a studio full of people shooting a music video and then she said that afterwards she felt disgusted and like like a pretty much a horror and then she said everybody on the film set or the crew looked uncomfortable because they were like, that dude just fucked her. Like, it wasn't like a fake scene. Like, I'm talking about Monster's Ball Fuck. And it was not like she was saying it was not consensual. Like, he literally penetrated her. Was this? And did they release this? Not yet. It's going to be on HBO in March, but they did premiere. No, the music video. Sp- I, I, she said a 2007 mu- music video called Heart Shaped Glass. It might still. I don't know if it's been heavily edited or like, I don't know. Or they took it down. But then Marilyn Manson's lawyer did come out and issue a statement uh, in regards to the Phoenix Rising documentary that was released at the Sunday Film Festival. He's saying that Marilyn Manson vehemently denies all these allegations. And he also says that for whatever purpose or reason that not just her, Evan Rachel Wood, but others that have come out and said that he also sexually abused them, that they're distorting reality and twisting the truth for whatever purpose they whatever for whatever reason. Uh, so I don't know. It's pretty fucked up. I was crazy. I was like, but that Marilyn Manson's done it again. That son of a bitch. I mean, he just can't stay out of the news. I mean, this dude, like, first off, I don't know. I'm like, if he did all this shit, it's disgusting. And he's a terrible uh, piece of shit person. And you never need, you never need to buy an album from him again. Or, you know, you can enjoy the music. I'm not saying you don't need You can still enjoy his music. I'm just saying he's a piece of shit person. 
But then again, we don't know all the evidence. And the other thing is, like, what's gotten me, like, kind of screwballed up is why hasn't Marilyn Manson, if this is untrue, sued them for slander or defamation of character? I don't know if he has to wait till the because he's got three different lawsuits going on with three different women, not Evan Rachel Wood, that are suing him for sexual abuse. I don't know if he has to win those first and then he can turn around and counter sue for defamation if it turns out to be untrue and that they are lying. I don't know how that works, but I don't know. What I don't know. It's just uh, wackadoo. A lot of lot of smoke there. A lot of yeah. smoke when it comes Sometimes to that guy. Yeah, you know, like, look, if someone farts and there's smoke out their butt, they probably poop their pants. Ask Joe yeah, Biden. But <laughs> looks like a duck, walks <laughs> like a duck. It might be Marilyn Manson. Uh, also speaking, of, and this is now, I'm going to, now this is just a warning for you guys. Uh, on trending on Google, do not click this video. I don't fucking watch it. It's disgusting as fuck. I didn't watch it because I knew better. I knew some shit was going to happen if I did do like faces of death shit. There's a video. It's it's trending on Google and it's a weird name. So people will be like, I don't know what this is. Let me find out. And then holy shit, if you click it, it says TMZ Baltimore maggot viral video leaked. So I saw this like trending all over Google and I finally went to Reddit because I wasn't clicking the link to take me to the because it was like reported by the real Indian news and shit like that. I'm like, I don't believe it. I don't want to get involved with something that I shouldn't see. But what had happened is apparently this video shows a woman with living live fucking maggots in her vagina that she takes out and shows the camera. Why do you read this? Stuff? It's a this legit thing because it was on red. I went to Reddit and I was like, I, you know, it's like, what the fuck is this? And people were like, Oh yeah, that's what the video is. And it, they're like, but if you've been around Reddit, you've seen grosser shit. I had to look this up because I thought, Oh, it was a stunt. There's an actual thing called meiasis or meiasis where it usually happens in subtropical and tropical areas like South America, Central America, Africa, and the Caribbean where, uh, meiasis is basically where the flies they they land and they lay their larva in open wounds, and it could also be in a vagina, like an odaceous smell. Like if there's something like you know discharge, it lays it in there, and you can develop maggots, and they eat the surrounding skin. It's fucked up. This world is crazy. If that bitch had that shit, she needs to dildo a can of raid, like now. Like she needs Gross. to put a can of raid in her vagina hole. That's nasty stuff, top to bottom, Get all the way around. <laughs> I don't. That was the first drink. God damn, it's watery. I don't like it, Richard. I don't like it one bit. Blave Dave with the first super chat tonight. Thank you, dude. He says, "Did you guys get the package I sent you? I sent you hot sauce. Hey, well, you ruined hey. it. You spoiled it, Flavor Dave. I, I, I like taste flavor, your flavor, Dave. Dave. I want to taste though. your flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect thing to send if you're going to send something. Uh, no, we uh, we we haven't been in the same room together. Um, because uh, our therapist told us to stay away from each other, like uh, Metallica. We no, have to have we a break. Just, yeah, no, we, ha- we haven't been in the same room together uh, for a couple weeks because of COVID. Uh, rampant everywhere, all about, all about. Uh, so it's always, you know, always something comes up and we end up not, or snow. But so we haven't done an unboxing yeah. in a while. So I got a lot of unboxing packages that we're going to unbox Flavor Dave. So I'm sure that that's in there, my good man. Mm-hmm. By, by the way, also, this is not vagina maggot, maggot related news. Uh, good news, guys. The James Webb telescope has made its L2 insertion and it's orbiting that bitch. And in six insertion. months, we're going to see some good shit. God damn, dude. You're going to be they're going to be able to see the first light from like 15 billion years ago. Like yeah. right after like I think it's like three or four million years after the Big Bang. We're going to see what's going on. Insertion. Well, funny if you just saw like bangs. God's. 
like God with like like a blacksmith <laughs> apron on, and he was Just like hammering. And he was like hammering. Like no, he was like yeah, he was eating spaghettios, and he was like hammering like worlds together. And he was like, oh hey, how you doing? <laughs> no, it'll it'll yeah. just be Toby McGuire or uh 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 Andrew Garfield. They'll yeah, hop, they'll hop to the telescope and be like, what's up, guys? Yeah, Toby McGuire's gonna turn around and look like emo Toby from uh, Spider Man Three. He's like, I'm gonna put dirt in your eye <laughs> for looking at. It. But yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. I uh, also I did watch uh do I I watched I we, we'll get to the reviews that we were we were talking about for sure, but I did watch not that we're going to review them, but uh I watched uh Ad Astra. Do you remember that movie with Brad Pitt? God, that was mm-hmm. a fucking terrible movie, dude. It's great, yeah. well acted, just boring as shit and so introspective. I felt like I was reading the diary of a schizoid. And then yeah. cuz they they try to play like Sin City, but it was awful. And then I watched a uh transcendence with johnny depp i like that movie but i can understand why people don't because it's really written weird like first off you're either cheering for johnny depp or you fucking hate him like you don't know which what they're trying to do they like, see a bad guy is a good guy we don't know then i watched uh interstellar probably one of the best uh sci-fi space movies ever made uh ever and then i uh i watched um uh i watched arrival i wa- well i watched part of arrival i always fall asleep to that one for whatever reason is that the charlie sheen one no, not the no, not the one. Not the, that was the one I asked you. The one that you told me to watch that I could never oh, finish the, with Amy Adams. The Dennis, Dennis Villanueva one. Yeah, that one's that. That's a great movie though. Yeah, mm-hmm. once you get through it and the ending and everything. But yeah, so I'm I guessing just, that you watched Interstellar first, and then you wanted to watch something like it, so you found your way to Transcendence and ended no, up. No, no, really I watched. Uh, no, I watched. Uh, Inter- no, I watched Transcendence first, oh. and then I watched Interstellar. Then I watched Ad Astra, and then I went to Arrival. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I haven't seen. I had so many alien probes coming out of my Uranus. (laughs) I know it'll get you. I started to watch an alien movie. I watched a slip, not sliver. What is it? The James Gunn movie. Um, um, Slither. 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 Yeah, Uh, James Gunn Slither. Yeah, I dude. That's a movie. It's weird. It seems like it's right in my alley, and I always get like halfway through it, and it's like the wrong kind of gross for me. I always end up Mm. going, I don't want to watch this anymore, Dad. Yeah, it's been it's been. I don't don't like baseball, Dad. Damn, I like cricket. (laughs) What? I, it looks no it looks fun like in my house is gonna be gay. What do you mean you like cricket? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yeah. But I wa- I did watch a, a Kevin Costner movie called Revenge. Uh have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. It's directed by Tony Scott. It's got Kevin Costner. It seems like the type of movie I would love. Uh long story short, he sleeps with the woman he's not supposed to. They come and they take her and they put her in a whorehouse. And it's basically the plot to Rambo Six, only it's his it's his uh it's a girl that he's banging not like his niece or whatever but oh, yeah. and then he goes and kills the guy but no yeah it's not it's not that good it's just yeah, not need, that good you at need all to stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to that's just yeah awful. yeah well it seems like it's gonna be badass like it's got that whole jerry bruckenheimer tony scott type vibe to it and it's and kevin costner's always badass but then when it turns to the revenge stuff it's just like not that cool at all like it's just, whatever reason do when i think of kevin costner i always feel like i checked out of the kevin costner train like around like robin hood or something like i still like him but like when robin hood prince of thieves came out like he was like fucking super hyped like he was great like it was yeah. kevin costner and then like he did some cool stuff like like the perfect world but then the last thing i remember even liking him in was uh the postman and then obviously yellowstone he was he's good but the postman was probably the last thing i Postmans. even like as far as movie wise i watched the water Wolf. he was just a big watery turd that they made you to drink he was he was really good in draft day 
Uh, and Mr. no, yeah, Brooks, I mean, I remember, like, see, that's, that. but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I just there's something about Kevin Costner when I remember Kevin Costner. I just think of him like he was really great in the early 90s and then he just faded. Like, I don't know what happened to him. He's still just as handsome. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like Keanu Reeves, but nobody gives him the credit because he's always looked kind of old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he still just looks kind of old. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you um, who's, who's got the, the true magic of immortality is no doubt Tom Cruise. Like, that motherfucker, like, is sucking off like the fountain of youth somewhere. Like, well, there's, he's got it there's, in his basement. There was pictures of him recently at a baseball game where he looked really, really old. That's and because he like, oh my god. Well, that's because he hadn't bathed in virgin blood yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, not, the virgin not, blood of Scientology. Not on that day, at least. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he took the he took the wrong one. Matt, Mystery mom, thank you so much. Says, please tell my son Grayson happy birthday. He's a big, big fan. Happy birthday, Grayson. Hey, happy birthday, Grayson. I don't know. I, I said happy birthday, Grayson. Happy birthday, Grayson. <laughs> that's a badass name, Grayson. Like Grayson I wish my name was great. Grayson. Like yeah, great Grayson. Cool Grayson name. sounds like he runs like the he runs like X Force, like not X Men, <laughs> but he runs X Force. Like we got to get Grayson on the phone. He'll, yeah. he'll know what to do. I think it's because I'm thinking of Dick Grayson too. I, I would think of Grayson Allen, who maybe not that cool, but Grayson is still an awesome freaking name. You did a good job naming that kid. Hey kid, listen to your mom. She gave you a badass name. She could have named you like Jethro or something. Actually, yeah, Jethro is kind of a badass. Or Mike name. or Jay. Those are terrible names. Yeah, yeah. Or Jim Bob Johnson. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Jim Bob Johnson's pretty good if you go into porn. Yeah, well, that's true. Also, happy Big birthday, Jim. Grayson. Happy you birthday, to man. Your mom. She's a good lady. God, stay it. off porn until you're at least 12. And she's mysterious, too, apparently. I mean, 18. You got to watch that. Uh, Peter Make It. Thanks, buddy. Says, hey, guys, just want to say love Peacemaker, watching him and Judo Master fighting in the car park. Uh, why can imagine it? It's how I can imagine it's how you and Jay would fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, loving that show. By the way, we got screeners for it. I meant to tell you. We Ooh. did get screeners for the rest of the season, so we're going to be able to watch that Sweet. and have a review out for right when it ends of like the Sweet whole dips. series. If you guys haven't watched Peacemaker on HBO Max, you got to get on that shit, It's man. really good, man. It's awesome. Just trust me. Watch the first 10 minutes, and if you don't like it, you can turn it off because you're not going to because it's just that badass. Do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? <laughs> just watch the opening, and then you're in for a treat. Best intro of all time, man, no Ooh. doubt. Hey, it's Courtney freaking Reed's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Grace. Hey, happy, happy birthday, birthday man. Hell yeah. You go get it, Courtney. You better Hell fucking yeah. rage at that Chuck E. Cheese. Fuck him. I, I knew I smelled excellence in the air today. I just didn't know why. Yeah, he farts out excellence and pisses out muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, thanks, buddy. He says, hey, guys, can't stay as I'm going to my first day on a first date in a bit. Can Jay wish me luck and give me tips as Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin? Love you guys. <laughs> He's exactly. pulling out some, some random shit there. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, as Willem, Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin? Yeah. Um, it's your first. I can't. I don't know, dude. Like, holy shit. Out, am I? <laughs> I can't, I, just, I can't do it. I don't know. The first tip is take her to I, – I can't do Willem Dafoe, man. I've never even tried. I, you know what? Just take her to fucking Olive Garden. Uh, get her, like, a, a good, like, you know, starter meal. Have a good time. And and always oh, – don't open the door because she might not, like – just be really respectful and then ask her if she wants to do it in the butt. Just to test – you know, like that's just to set up the parameters. And don't, like, just say you want to do it in the butt just to see what she's all about. Just be like, hey, you know – you ever thought about doing it in the butt? Not that I want to. And if she's like, oh, yeah, I love that. Right, I feel like right when, I'm going to marry right they that. Bring one. the salad. Yeah, I can't do Willem Dafoe. I have to practice. I've never even tried to do because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It's been a minute since I've even watched Spider Man, the first one. <laughs> I was going to say he pulled out a random ass specific one for you on that one. I know it got me. <laughs> it got me off guard. It was like fucking. Where's the? What's the capital of fucking Taiwan? Bangkok. Don't you get it? <laughs> 
Uh, good luck, Austin. Good luck. You be yes, a gentleman now. It's Bangkok. What is It's not Taiwan. Bangkok is the know. capital of Thailand. Yeah. It, Thailand? Thailand, not Taiwan. Thailand. Yeah. Mm. No, now you got me fucked up. I don't know. Hey, I what's was, the capital of Taiwan? Yeah. No, I think it's Bangkok. It's Bangkok, maybe. No, it's Thailand. Thailand. Okay. Well, yeah. Whatever. Got a producer in my ear. Let it, me starts, know. it starts with a T. <laughs> Patricia Gregory, thanks for the super sticker. Thanks for the super sticker. Everybody's bringing it up. So, Jay, I'm just going to get the elephant out of the room real quick. All right? Mm-hmm. I'm gay. Uh, but also, secondly, yeah. uh, the Packers lost in heartbreaking, heart-fucking-breaking fashion. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. <clears throat> San Francisco 49ers. And, uh, you know, the neighbors wanted to come over and watch the watch the games with us, right? And mm. I, I had to t- tell him, I was like, I'm just warning you, I'm really fucking annoying when the Packers are in a playoff game. Like, if you think yeah. I'm annoying normally when the Packers are on, I'm way worse. And they're like, ah, stop it. And then within 20 minutes of the game starting, they were just like holding their drinks. <laughs> like when, uh, when they blocked that punt, I didn't speak to anybody. Because the whole game, I was just going, I was going, there's something weird going on here. This is a weird game. No, I don't yeah. like it. They're like, calm down. It's fine. I was like, no, I can feel it. I can feel it. I was like, I know something bad's about to happen. This is too much weird shit's happening. And then when they blocked that punt, dude, I just set my drink down and I just walked out of the house. <laughs> I just closed the door. On Did me you walk out of the house and put on Phil Collins in the air tonight <laughs> no, and just walk I around? I had to come back in to see what happened. I just went out and smoked a cigarette and didn't speak to anybody. And Katie was like, yeah, you could cut the, the tension with a dry fart here. Like it was, it was, it was bad. It was, yeah, I wish it, I'd yeah. been there. I'm like, yeah. Sucks. <laughs> it was right, right when San Francisco was driving down the field. No, I didn't cry, but I wanted to. But like when they were driving down the field, dude, I slowly just sank out of my seat, and I didn't even realize it until right before they kicked that field goal. I was like, I'm sitting in the floor, and I was like, I was just like holding my head, like I know what's fucking coming. I know it's fucking coming because the Packers lose the most heartbreaking fucking way every goddamn fucking year. Did they? Uh, I, I I didn't watch it. Well, because I didn't realize I could watch the fucking games on Peacock. I I, I watched the some of the Tampa Bay game on the cock, but I didn't know that you could watch it in there. So, but I was keeping up with it on Google. Like I would just type in NFL, yeah, uh, and it would show me. And I I did I did smell like desperation and and somewhat of depression in the air. And I just thought it was me. And then I was like, oh, they're losing. Must be Mike's tears from here. Someone I can smell them. To do their shirt laundry. Yeah, Man. shit. But yeah, it was a you know it is what it is. But at least hey, you know I guess the the good news is is that for well for you and for a lot of other people, the Tom Brady's not going to be in the Super Bowl. You know that 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 you know I, I was going to say um, for Vanessa and, and all the people who are fans of the devil that is Tom Brady, uh, that was a solace for me as I sat on the couch and licked my wounds, uh, watching your balls. watching yeah and holding my balls while licking my wounds. I watched Tom Brady lose, and I'm going to be honest with you, dude. That really did make me feel better. <laughs> I knew it was because you were in a group message with me and Cody, and then you were saying something. But, but then I, you got real quiet because I, I got Tom Brady did come back. They came back, and I was like, oh, Tom Brady shit. didn't do shit. The, the well, fucking hey, Rams kept. They went, oh, here you go. Well, he was throwing. No, he was throwing <laughs> some pretty good passes too. But I mean, he, he got one it down touchdown. But, but he, he was, got he was responsible for like the, three turnovers, though. Well, yeah, but he still. I mean, at the end of the game, at the fourth quarter, when they were down, they were pretty much done. He did get his team, and he was getting the ball moving and all that good shit. But then, it, and just like that, like lightning, they fucking went down the field and fucking scored. And I was like, holy shit, that was so goddamn yeah. quick. But yeah, I, I. But you know, it is what it is. I'm just glad my Giants are still in it, and we're really hoping for the best. <laughs> hey, you guys year. got a new general manager. You're gonna get a new coach. Got it. You know, got a whole lot of stuff to look forward to in the future. Uh, you know who I'm going for is like I'm going for Buffalo. It is a New York based team, and they've never won. 
Uh, I am going for either the Bengals or Buffalo, and I wouldn't hate to see the Rams win because I like Stafford. Uh, as long as the fucking San Francisco piece of cock shit 49ers don't win, uh, I'll be a happy man. Uh, and the Chiefs. I don't want the Chiefs to win either. They've won enough. Well, and I hate Tyreek Hill. He's a dickhole. So Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend was trending on Google. I think that she, she celebrated with the champagne. Like, she, like, squirted it all over everybody. Well, her and Patrick Mahomes' brother are super annoying on TikTok, apparently. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And she, well, she was celebrating with champagne, but she popped the champagne and she was on like, she was in the suite and she was like throwing the champagne all over the fans. <laughs> so, like, some people are like, that's a dick move. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's celebration. Everybody was it the fans? Was it the other. fans of the, was it the fans of Kansas City and not the other fans? Cause yeah, it, it was the Chiefs. Ass. It was the Chiefs oh. fans, but you know, someone just I'd be didn't pissed. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't yeah. want some fucking yeah. bitch throwing champagne on my goddamn forehead and shit when I'm not yeah. ready for it. I was like, stop throwing your vagina you sent me god damn yeah yeah like that was and she seems really annoying but hey what are you gonna do that was a great game though did you watch heard, that game no i heard i, I missed Woo! it I, I i heard you know that what happened was because after the tampa bay game for some reason i thought that, that all the games were over for the day so i didn't even realize it i thought oh. honestly when you and cody were texting he's like that this is a great game i thought you guys were playing madden <laughs> no i no, swear we to god because you had mentioned something in the text message about madden or he was playing madden and i, was, I thought you guys had just signed on an xbox and played and we're playing Madden. Yeah. No, the Bills Bills definitely deserve to win that game, dude. That was that was a wild one. And, and you know, guys, everybody's saying Aaron Rodgers is gone. I don't know that. We don't know that. That's not a fact yet. I think he, there's still a hope that he'll come back. We might be okay. Fucking shit. God, or he's going to go to balls. Denver? Uh, I think he'll go to the Steelers personally, but if he does leave, but we'll see what happens. Anthony Stamps. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Thanks, buddy. He says, would you rather be trapped in a Saw movie with a 50-50 shot at surviving or trapped in a Halloween movie with a 100% chance of getting killed? <laughs> That's a really good question, honestly. Like, because like you gotta I, think I'd, about that. I'd rather go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Michael Myers. Fuck, it's, dude, I'm not gonna get tortured and have my like balls slowly ripped out of my sack or something off a machine. I'll, if I know 100, percent I'm gonna die quick. I'll just let Michael slice the throat up, and you get cooled by you get killed by a cooler villain. It's yeah. Michael fucking Myers. It's like dying by the hands of a legend. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the saw one, but I don't feel good about it. Dude, you're gonna, I'm not dude, just gonna, gonna torture I'm, your shit before you die. I know, but I'm just not going to give up on life like that. You know, you got to give it a chance. I think I think you have to take the Saul option. But damn, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not lying. I wouldn't be like, damn. I, I'm going to be really pissed if I die. You made like some of those. Like they'll have that thing hooked in your fucking lip, and then if you don't like somehow do something really crazy and stupid that you probably won't win anyway, it'll rip your jaw. Off. Fuck that shit. Hey, but who's to say Michael's not going to torture you and nah. cheesegate grate you, grate you like old Cameron? There, You're already you know dead. I mean? If you want, look. If he wants to stick a cheese grater up my asshole after I'm dead, he can have at it. I'm dead. I'm not even around anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, you got to take Saul, but I don't want to. That that that's the that is the last horror movie I'd like to be in, dude. If you could pick any horror movie to be in, any at all, I would take. There's nothing I would. I'd take The Exorcist, fucking Halloween, I whatever. The fuck. I would be really nasty though. I don't know. Possible be yeah, has to be bad, but I definitely wouldn't take a Saw movie, dude, because you know you're getting. Well, I think that point. I think the Hostel would be worse because you have no chance of. There is no possibility of you ever getting out. Like there's no game. They're just gonna fucking torture you for no reason because they want to. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's not going to be a good place. It's not going to be a place that you want to be. Um, yeah, hostel is like being married. <laughs> <laughs> like, no comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. If you're married to a good person, maybe it's like Saul because they're they're good. There could be a good prize if you get out of the argument. But <laughs> yeah, if you're marrying a bad one, it's hostile. 
Oh, look, here's a comment I don't want to read from Sean Davis. He says, ha ha. And this is all caps, by the way, like Corey fucking Feldman. Ha 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 ha. Rogers lost. Ha 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 ha. He blows. Ha 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 ha. That dude wears pants. Oh, I feel bad for you, dude. Go Chiefs. <laughs> I love you, Sean. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's fucking shit, man. It sucks. It's hard. But I'm in much better spirits now. Because like I said, Tom Brady's not. He's sitting at home <laughs> with his with his supermodel wife and billions of dollars. He has like nine fucking rings. Yeah, yeah. Or it's 27 Seven. rings, whatever the fuck he's got. Seven. But he's not going to get eight. Not this year. Is he 40? <laughs> he's 44, isn't he? 44, yeah. Yeah, it, you I, you know how I know it's because every time he sneezes, the announcers blow him. They're like, oh, my God. Can you believe that man's 44 the way he stays? Well, oh, God. He does, I mean, he does look good for his age. But then again, I mean, good for him. He got a, he got a bloody lip, all right? He got a – like, and I'm talking like – I've sneezed more blood than this. He had like a tiny dripple of blood on his mouth and they zoomed in on his face six times. And they were like, Oh, Tom Brady covered in blood. Just a man, a winning man. Well, there's, there's, Jesus there's, fucking there's Christ, uh, guys out of those two adjectives used to describe Tom Brady. I would only use the winning part, but not like that's a man. No, I would never Tom Brady. I mean, I, I don't have one. I don't, I really have one opinion or the other against Tom Brady, but I never would have thought of a man's man. He's going to storm the beaches of Normandy and take down the Germans <laughs> <Yeah>. himself. <laughs> like, I saw that face. I mean, that guy's going to bitch at Abercrombie and Fitch that he didn't get, like, 50% off because of who he is. Like, he, yeah. he kind of looks like an Abercrombie model that's retired. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That's big. And I have no, but I, again, I, I don't want to hate it because I, 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 I respect Tom Brady. I just don't have an opinion. I've never been a fan or not a fan. I don't care about Tom Brady one way or the other. Yeah, like you know, I mean, I don't, I don't hate him as a person. I just, I hate the way that people act like he's a a, a god. Just, just like, like you said, like last night, you're like, you would say like Tom Brady brought him back. It's like, dude, he had a shit fucking game. He had a shit game against the Packers when they beat him, and everybody's like, Brady takes down Rodgers again. I was like, they don't play fucking defense against each other, man. I Rodgers, didn't say that. I didn't say that last. No, night. I'm saying I'm not last night. I'm, I'm oh, I know you saying last yeah. time before, but like you know, Rodgers had a better. Uh, he has a better QBR in the playoffs than Brady does. Like it has yeah. something to do with the other 53 guys on the fucking team you know what i mean he's good I, he's he's I, one of the greatest of all time he might be he's the most accomplished of all time you know i mean it depends on how you look did at you it. see anyways, did you did you see the skip bayless thing that he said about aaron Rodgers? he goes i guess aaron Rodgers is vaccinated against winning too <laughs> i was like that's a good one though that's yeah. a good one that's i thought that was like easy like seventeen thousand people made that joke online before he ever went on air yeah but it was joke. but it got it it got it trending though I was like, good for him. I was like, you said that's, something. That that's his training. whole job. He doesn't actually talk sports. He just well, it's, not, it's just Skip Bayless, all of them. Like, that's who uh, LeBron. I don't know if I guess LeBron did call him out. He called out all of them. He said they're just clickbait journalists, and that included uh, uh, what's his name? Um, used to be a boxing announcer, then moved over to Sports Center. Max Kellerman. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's 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 what they do. Yeah, and everybody knows it. I actually like Skip and Shannon because, but I watch it as entertainment. I don't watch it thinking they know sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, yeah, I mean, I, Skip, I just, you can I, say, but yeah, I I, I, I don't trust talk Max about Ke- this anymore. I trust Max Kellerman on uh, boxing. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And I think Max Kellerman's better as legit journalist rather than doing all that dumb first take bullshit. Mm. But anyways, let's talk about something else. I don't want to anymore. Any fucking more. Hey, but okay. I'll tell you this. Let's talk about remember the Titans. <laughs> uh, uh i know this jay i know that let's do you want to do your the movie you pick first actually let me catch up on these super chats here the jager bomb thank you says did you guys hear the batman will be three hours long yeah we never talked I about heard, that he said, i heard about this, that this might be my last dc movie because i'm tired of seeing batman superman movies shows where's lobo 
Lobo. Oh yeah, Lobo would be Lobo would be awesome, man. I, I wish to God they they get on that because Lobo is essentially the Wolverine of the DC universe, and he's badass. Like I think that if you hired someone like James Gunn to direct something like Lobo, especially with what he's done with uh, Peacemaker and 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 things like that, dude, I think you'd get a fucking hit on your hands because they could combine Guardians of the Galaxy with the veracity the the veracity of ferocity, the ferocity of Wolverine. It would be some and have a great soundtrack like some old fucking hairband rock like they're doing. Uh, peacemaker right now fuck yeah that'd be yeah. a good ass fucking show yeah like i would i would love to see the lobo thing dude that would be awesome i mean i'll take batman and superman until the day i die i think he always calls people you bastard like b-a-s-t-i-c-h bastard dude i used to love they used to, the way they used to spell in the 90s comic books like the way they changed like every single word and like just this is the way it's spelled i don't know i don't and i can't think yeah. of a single example but you know what i'm talking about right like especially they, the way Wolverine would talk, they would just like the words weren't. Oh yeah, they would have like, like they would have like hashtag. They would like blur it out. Like they would have expletive, or like if they said fuck, it would it wouldn't say fuck. It would have like. Well, no, say, no, not that. But like if someone just said you, it'd be spelled like Y E W and like all caps. Oh yeah, so yeah, like, like Y. Oh yeah, it's like you're like because you're not taking your stuff and it'd be Y E R your stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like shit like that. Uh, Schnip, I like your name. It's got a, it's got a space and then an explanation point. It says uh, currently enjoying a nice poop. I hey, like right. too, I, I had a nice poop earlier before uh, we came on. Now it wasn't an Academy Award winning poop, but it was you know it was a Grammy. Yeah, I was happy Jay and I it. were discussing that before we came on. Like yeah. I have not pooped. I did not have a pregame poop, so yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I could yeah. have to poop any time now. I'm yeah, on. Yeah, it can sneak up on you. It's a sni- it's a snake in the grass. Yeah, my poop is on risk level orange right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not quite red, but you know. Anyways, it's, it's two minutes to midnight. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to fucking get into it. Okay. I'm not going to fucking do it. Not dude. Tonight. If we were ever doing an ESPN show, not on like, there, would be so, there would be so much hate and vitriol in the comments. Like, cause everybody, would, I mean, it would be fun. I mean, it would be fun too. Cause it'd be like so many people hating on each other, but then there would be like attacking you or attacking me for being, I don't know, a fence writer. I don't I don't know. It would just yeah. be, it would be a different kind of beast. I'm glad we do this, but I'm just saying like, if we ever did something like a sports related top, you know, talking point, holy shit. I see sports is the place for me to be completely like belligerent and like unhinged and to be a complete dick about stuff. Don't say anything, Jay. All right. <laughs> I was late. I was teeing you up for the, that's just you all the time, but no, I like, I was I, thinking I, it. I just didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, just it's, it's my place to be a completely inconsiderate psycho prick. And like, I can compartmentalize in that yeah. when it comes to sports. So I would be a terrible fucking sports. If, if this was a sports show, I, everybody would fucking hate my guts. I guess I, I guess yeah. I, I probably would be already. the perfect one because I'm. I'd be like, I don't really give a fuck about. I don't. I mean, I don't really have any favorites. Like, I yeah. mean, they're like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, yeah, well, you know, you look like shit. He looks like he's not really like asking the guy to hike the ball. He looks like he's tickling his fucking taint. So, what do you expect? <laughs> That's why he fumbled it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, speaking like like the like the the when the when the center for the Rams hiked the ball and it went twenty feet above Stafford's head and the Bucks recovered it and they were like that Tom Brady Dude, does it again. I'm the like, first you know what I've saw the LA Rams though, and I know that they're LA Rams. Now. It's so fucking weird to see that big LA, you know their little yeah. icon. It, oh, it, I it hate the like, New Jersey. Looks like too. shit. I was like that looks fucking. I mean, I, okay, guys. By the way, just so you know a little bit, that was the first uh, two days ago. Or is it yesterday? It was the first games of the NFL that I actually watched a little bit of, and so I never seen the LA Rams and like their little icon in the corner on oh. on on Fox Sports or whatever. It looks like dog shit. Like that's ugly. I don't like it. Wait, that shit looked like LA gear. 
like back in yeah. the day, like the 90s and stuff. And, like and, it looked and, like an early 90s ugly ass advertisement campaign for LA gear shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and and Rams fans fucking hate it too. Like they changed that shit and everyone's like, that shit sucks. And I still can't call them the LA Rams because like eh, St. Louis Rams. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. It feels weird. Anthony Stamp says, Jay, have you ever played Fears to Fathom? It's an episodic horror game that recreates real terrifying experience that people have been through experiences that people no but i was married for five years so i have all the choose your own horror adventure uh experience of my life but no i've never played it uh it sounds cool though i've i've not played any new games in a while i've just been playing that geeky star trek online game i keep i hate keep saying that though i was like yeah but so like don't you play any new games like no i've still been addicted to this mmo that's about it that's all i've been doing (laughs) yeah yeah it is an mmo it's it's like world of warcraft except i mean i don't talk to anybody i don't have any i don't have any guilds I don't, have any fleet mates. <laughs> I don't have what is the clans yeah i don't have a clan the clans or clan, yeah, yeah or guild i get invited to fleets all the time i was like i don't want to be a part of your team i'm a lone wolf okay <laughs> i fly solo baby uh jordan jordan petite says from a fellow packer fan how do you feel mike um uh, small shriveled and slightly to the left uh, I, th- I thought you were gonna um, say uh, yeah like my fudge just got packed <laughs> you never had your shit pushed in <laughs> i heard a guy on espn say that today dude on the way to the gym i'm listening to this dude's like uh there's like yeah some players got got their stuff pushed in this week and the guy was like what are you talking about he's oh, like he you know like stuff. training yeah yeah but he's like you know like in training day when the guys you ever had your stuff pushed in he was like <laughs> some players went out on that field and had their stuff pushed in i was like dude you're talking about butt rape live on ESPN. I I like, that guy that guy's beautiful and brave for saying such things. To, the, 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 the guy that was sitting next to him was like, I'm just going to move on. He was like, context. And I was like, shit. Yeah, unless dude. he'd never seen it. Well, unless he maybe had never seen Training Day. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You just, yeah. you're talking about butt rape. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I got stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mercurio80 uh, uh, says, Mike, we already hate you. I know. I know. That's why I said it, Mercurio. Every time I say Mercurio, I was going to Mercutio. I always think of like Romeo and Juliet. You've made bums be tough me. (laughs) Sean Davis. Thanks, buddy. He says, would you rather get stabbed in the armpit or watch Rogers lose to Jimmy G? I tease because I love you guys. Brady wears pants. And we love you too. And I would, I'm not going to lie. I would just rather see Rogers lose to Jimmy G because I've already had to twice. Uh, I've never been stabbed in the armpit, so I don't know what that fucking feels like. But I imagine it sucks just about as equally. I'm going to refrain and say neither because I don't give a fuck about either <laughs> instance. <laughs> I don't you'd care. give a fuck if I stabbed you in the armpit, pal. No, you're not going to stab me in the armpit. He just said, would you rather? But I don't care about Rogers or being stabbed in the armpit. So I'm going to refrain. <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it hurts a lot. Uh, but you know what? Here's the thing. We got three movies to review. Yeah, three. OK, which one do you want to start with? You fucking whore. Well, we can go with uh, if you if you want because the other ones are patrons. We can wait for those to. Okay, yeah, I like it. So uh, yeah, so there was a movie uh, that's out on Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free. It's called A History of Time Travel. Essentially, um, it is a mockumentary type of movie. It's an hour and eleven minutes. It's not a long movie at all. In which they they start discussing time travel as it you know it, it's literally called a history of time travel. And they start discussing it about, you know, how it changed the world and all this, all this kooky stuff. But as the documentary uh, unfolds or the documentary, and I use that in quotations, things start to change. Uh, The people they're interviewing, their words are changing uh, to fit in the narrative that's happening now because time travel is being utilized. It's a kooky ass fucking movie. You have to pay attention to it. 
But I think it's one of those. I think it's a very smart movie, and I think it's subtly. It's done in such a subtle way. It's it's mind fucking bending. I literally thought I stroked out three times because when their words started changing, because uh, one of the professors they're interviewing, uh, he says one thing, and then instantly he says something else. I'm like, huh? I do. I had to rewind it, and I watched it three different times from three different angles because like, I I I was like, I fucking thought I was literally having like a cocaine fueled breakdown. And I didn't know what was happening because I was like, there's no more cocaine. <laughs> but dude, it, it really was. To me, it's one of the best movies on time travel I've ever seen just because of how simple it is and how well they utilize the subtleties in it. And uh, and and how like imp- not all of them, but most of the actors in the movie do a really good, convincing job of actually looking like people they were interviewing for like a, uh, a History Channel documentary on it. I yeah. loved it. I, I mean, to me, it's like a 8.5. Oh, yeah. I So I watched this just because you recommended it. Like, mm. I'd never heard of it. Like, you know, which I is weird. Like, it's random. Did, did, were you just like searching time travel movies or like Googling it and you found yeah, it? Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think I'd watched a, a time travel movie and it like popped up as uh, for you. And I, I was like, oh, that because, it, it, you know, it was, the, <laughs> it was the it was the man on the moon. And instead of the American flag, it was yeah. the Soviet Union flag. So I was like, that looks interesting. Yeah, no, that that okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I so I got I was excited to watch it because you recommended it, so you were like super pumped about it. I like, loved you it. rarely get super yeah. pumped about movies like that, so I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'll definitely watch it. But I gotta say, it's it's not for me, dude. It was not, I didn't, not you for- know, what? I, I knew it, I knew what I recommended it that you probably wouldn't like. It, <laughs> it is not, I knew it. I, it's not, I swear to God, it's not because you recommended it. Like, I wanted to like it. I, I swear to God, I did. I'm not just poo pooed on it because you like it. I swear on No, I, I know. But I, I get it because I was but, telling April about it and she, like, literally was falling asleep. Like, she didn't <laughs> give a shit. I was like, well, all right, well, fuck you then. <laughs> so the, the, <laughs> the first thing that bothered me about it was that, like, dude, those were some of the worst actors I've ever seen in my fucking life. You didn't like, like them? Oh, God, I thought they were all so bad. Dude, I, just, like I just they're... thought the old lady was awful. The, uh, the, no, the one like, that was dressed in, like, 1980s, like, flowery dress? Yeah, you thought she was good? No, I thought she was awful. Like, that was oh, the one okay. that I thought ruined it, because you could tell that she was reading off script. Well, see, that's what I felt about, especially the, the, the guy that was signing the books, the main dude who was, like, sitting mm. outside, and his fucking croissant was in the shot the whole I think it, the time. I, I liked him because he reminded me of someone like Kevin Smith. I was like, he would do the same uh, shit. Yeah. To me, it just it looked like they were all... Uh, they were all reading off of a card like yeah you know like well the, the one guy I did like was the guy that was sitting next to the little nasa rock and he had the big that was great thing. did you did you notice that how it changed yeah yeah which was that was, that fucking was crazy cool. so the only thing i liked about it like because i thought it was like super simple like the plot was like i got yeah, i got yeah, exactly yeah. what they were going for at first and i was like okay something weird's gonna fuck something yeah poop, when they brought the brother happen. in and i'm like wait a minute that didn't happen Right. Yeah, no, it, t- it actually took me a little bit longer than you for me to figure that out. But I think that's what was cool. That was the one thing that I did think was cool about the movie. Yeah. when Because they don't they don't explain to you anything. No, like, nothing. you just have like you're watching it and like you're kind of bored or whatever. And then you go, wait, who? And then yeah, this, like, this is like when oh. they mix up your placement in high school, and put you in the AP class instead of like fucking remedial math. And you're an AP calculus. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, there's not even like a, a learner curve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when they start, just like the story changes, like on its own, and without yeah. them, like you're like, "Hey, you fuck!" That's not what we were talking about. You, I uh, see you. Did you notice the globe? Yeah, that was the first thing I. Noticed. That was cool as shit, though. I was like, "God damn!" I know, I, I know there was a cut, but I'm just saying it was cool. Yeah, like you could tell that he just went. 
Yeah, I know there was a cut, but it's still <laughs> cool. I get, I get the cool idea of it. Like the way that they don't explain it to you, the way it does that. I just did, I could never get over the acting. Any of the actors except for maybe that one guy. I just they were. I was like, oh my god! It was like watching a uh, like a local TV commercial, like those really awkward. Like, come oh, yeah, down yeah. a call, pump and shop and get you energy drink. And hey, that's why I got an energy drink because those guys were so convincing on that commercial <laughs> that you just mentioned. <laughs> but I guess it all depends on how it comes to you, too, like what mood you're in or whatever. But I, yeah, I, I would say, I would say, look, the acting is not necessarily, even though I did enjoy the acting for what it was. I mean, this movie was literally low budget as low budget can get. I mean, these fuckers probably were just friends of the director and he, he said, hey, we got a part for you and that's it. So, I mean, it is what it is. I felt like they were convincing enough to get across the, the point of the, the mockumentary. And I felt like it does come across as like one of those late 80s early 90s documentary enough to suit it i felt like the main draw for me was the the general idea of of what they were going for and then the execution of it because i feel like the subtleties that they introduced in the background and even the way that people spoke and the words changed based Mm -hmm. on the fact that time travel was actually occurring and when Mm -hmm. they say that in time travel would you even know that anything's changed it's all a matter of perception anyway i felt like that was freaky as fuck because like that's true i mean if time travel were actually being used right now like right now in the real world would people be even aware of it probably not because it's all about perception and you wouldn't know except for slight things would be different but you wouldn't even comprehend that and then i, I was thinking about like the mandela effect and shit like that like people remember things differently maybe something changed i don't know i mean i know that goes into conspiracy stuff but that's what i'm saying like well, if there's time travelers, why haven't we met them? How do you know you haven't? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know that they haven't changed shit? You would never remember it anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, it's that that part was really fascinating. Like they and honestly, like they did a good job with that. It's one of those movies that I think, you know, like the McPherson tapes were was uh like they had that shitty yeah. quality one and then they remade it. It was still kind of shitty quality, but they still remade it. Yeah. Uh so someone could do that with this, and I think it would be decent. Like yeah. if they added some kind of spice in there, like someone like a writer needs to come in and like put a couple sort of entertaining things in there, right? To like spice spruce it up, but I could see it being good. I mean, That's as it is right now, it was like it was like a five for me, but I do appreciate the cool idea of like <clears throat> the stuff changing while you're watching it. Well, I, would, I, I give it such a high score. I, I think it's just I was I I love time travel shit. Like I love I I love taking a shit and time traveling. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but no, I love time travel stuff. I always did. I've always had a. I just love that stuff. I love that and like I like. Stuff. You ever like, shit so hard you go back in time? <laughs> yeah, dude, I did. I farted one time so hard I went back to the Middle Ages. Uh, but no, uh, no, uh, yeah, I just like I like the science. I like science stuff or science fiction stuff and I like time travel stuff and I feel like they did a good enough job at least for me and people that maybe are super into that that would pull you in it's not for everybody it's not I mean for sure but I don't think it would take it's only an hour and 11 minutes so it's not going to take too much of your time up to watch it and I think that most people would appreciate the fact that they did work off such a low budget I mean we could have filmed this yeah not, I mean you know I'm saying like I mean anybody could have picked up a camera and filmed this and I think that the main draw is that the story was so good <laughs> The main story, the the nougat in the middle is so good that you can forgive a lot of the other stuff. Of course, if it got, but I do feel like I agree that if like it was like a rough draft of of something that they were presenting to like 20th Century or Universal, you know, I'm like, this is what we're going for, like like a treatment. And then they could maybe bring it in with some more money and some more film crew and maybe a little bit, you know, hire like some really good actors and put them in there. Like, you know how they did the, uh, the documentary style phase and they did interstellar like at the very beginning of interstellar yeah. where it's like everybody's talking about it, and that looked really good and those people were really good in their roles they could do something like that like i i feel yeah. like you could get a really good director and put it i don't know i just felt like it was i liked it a lot though 
And as much as I didn't like it, I will say that, like, you know, I don't like time travel. Like, time travel has always been a boring subject to me. So, and you love it. So, I would say yeah. if you were into time travel and shit like that, then you should definitely watch this movie. Just the basis of it and the cool little tiny things they do is probably worth it for you. You know, you know what, what they should have like done is they should have added, a, like, a Robert Stackfield. Was that his Who's name? Uh, Unsolved Mystery? Is that the host? No. Um, Robert uh, Palmer? <laughs> Addicted to love? Arnold Palmer? Uh, <laughs> Have an Arnold Palmer. Well, I guess it, was Robert, it wasn't Robert Stack? Robert Stack could be. That could have been the second guy? No, I thought that was. Well, I maybe, thought it was no, the old maybe man. It was Robert Snack. But anyway, but, but if they had that kind of vibe, you remember those old unsolved mysteries when they did, like, I wish they, they could have done yeah. something like that where they did, like, little yeah. recreations and then interspersed it with some uh, interview. Yeah, which they kind of cool. do it in this, but I guess they didn't have the budget to really. The unsolved mystery people had a bigger budget uh, than these. No, people. my bad. You're right. It was Robert Stack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Robert Stackle. I had no idea it'd be so much. I won't pay it. <laughs> but yeah, I really did enjoy it. Like, yeah, but it is, it's in. You know, that's. I guess the fair. You know, the fair sum up of the movie is if you're really into time travel movies or you just like that genre, it's a, it's a, it's at least a checkout for you. It's not yeah. a, it's not a, a guarantee. It's going to blow your dick in the dirt or anything like that but it's definitely the something that you might enjoy but yeah. if you're not and into that stuff then probably avoid it and it's on amazon prime for free right now free, so if yeah. you're interested in it's time travel, free. the the history a lot of people ask what we're talking about the history of time travel is the name of the movie yeah. um holly roxy said when i was a kid i had a dream about a kid i'd never met before and then he started at my school that next week uh the only time that's ever happened it was super weird that's fucking wild too hey yeah. time travel right there that's now that's that... what it's time travel or the mandela effect or some kind of freaky ass alien that inducted you and did experiments on you and that part that alien looked like that kid that started at your school holy shit that goddamn uh that goddamn there, matrix shit man like you know them goddamn shit. gray alien martian bastards been looking at me since i was a child they fucking fucking disgusting shit. They they get you. They yeah. really will. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that. You know, that's that's uh, that's what I'm talking about. I love, dude. I love those things like those mind those mind benders that like make you question. Like you're just like, what if this isn't real? Like you start getting like you start yeah. sounding like Keanu Reeves. Like <laughs> what if it isn't real? <laughs> uh, like, he's beginning to believe. <laughs> Berto seventy five said, "Jay, did you watch? Don't look up on Netflix." I have not, but I, I want to watch it. I have not seen it yet, but I definitely want to watch it. I've heard some bad things about it, but I'm going to check it out either way. Well, he didn't want to know my opinion, but I did see it. It was good. Was it good? I liked I'm it. Gonna... Yeah, if you get over like whatever, like I don't care what they're trying to do politically, and I know you don't either. But is that like, what it as is? A... well, yeah, I mean, they're they're, I they they the guy that does it's hardcore. Was uh, it was it anti-vaxxing like or something? No, it was like uh, so they have this like the name of the movies don't look up right. So at some I point, I thought it movie... was a sex movie. Well, he's like, yeah, <laughs> she's literally... giving me oral. Don't look up. <laughs> don't you dare stare at me. There's literally an asteroid coming to them, and at some point mm-hmm. they can finally see it. And Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are scientists, and they're trying to beg the president. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're trying to no, beg, like, please. Though it's coming. But yeah. the thing is, is that like they're like they've come up with a slogan called "Don't look up," and all these people like are literally refusing to look up at oh, the asteroid coming down. So that, so it's, that's kind of like where they get into like the vaccine, like political uh, you, global yeah. warming. Well, all that, that sucks. Yeah. So, I but like, if you, if, if you, if you're not offended by that, like if it doesn't bother you that someone's being political, the movie's actually like pretty goddamn entertaining I, as I'm, an end of the world movie. 
you know, here's the, I don't, you know, the thing about uh, politics and movies has never offended me, except when it's so overt and I can't fucking think yeah. about anything else other than, you know, your goddamn political message that you're trying to ramrod down my throat. If it's mm-hmm. like that, I won't, I can't enjoy it because then it's like, well, no, you know, what took a back seat, the fucking plot or your politics? Well, I guess the plot did. Well, in this if it's case, just a straight more- sci-fi movie, I wouldn't give a shit. It's not a sci-fi movie. It's a comedy, but like, uh, oh. it's a, it's a comedy drama sci-fi movie, but more than anything, it's not like they're being serious about it. So it feels like you're watching a scary movie version of that. But they do, you know, they're oh. making, they're obviously making fun of Republicans through half the movie. So, oh, really? but it's, you know, it's, it depends on how you feel about it. It doesn't fucking bother me either way. I think they, they probably make fun of both sides. I don't know. I don't give a shit of care. I just wanted to laugh. And the big shorts, one of my favorite movies of all was time. Was it funny? Uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah. It had some, uh, Jonah Hill's funny as shit. Like oh. he, he's really funny. He's, he's an asshole, but he's funny. But it had some good movies, and and like I love into the world movies, so I still found something to enjoy about it. I don't get into yeah. the political stuff either. I didn't. Well, I, see, I didn't even life. know. Like I think I maybe that's what I heard about it. Um, I I heard Don't Look Up, and then I think it was like an article that was writing about the politics of it, and I was like, oh fuck. Well, so, here's the thing about that too is like they attack the media harder than they attack politics. Yeah. So a bunch of people are going out because what they're doing is like there's little noticeable things like in the background you can see a sign that says uh, shovels only four hundred ninety nine dollars and shit like that. Like yeah, it makes fun of the media and how the media spin stuff uh, like mm-hmm. Kathy and Hoda and all that shit. It, it's worse on them than it is either political party. So a bunch of people think that all these media outlets are shitting on it just because it's making fun of how they would actually react in this situation. So that uh, I can you know, actually appreciate. I just wish we lived in a world where somebody could write a review of a fucking movie and then not really give a shit and just tell me if the movie's good or not and not worry if your feelings were hurt based on the fucking. But then again, I also wish we lived in a world where you're, you know, keep your political baggage at home. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Can we get an amen from the choir? Thank you so much. (laughs) By the way, uh, speaking of which, uh, in the choir and church, did you see that nasty shit last week, dude, where that dude rubbed his own spit on his brother's face? Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, it's fucking gross, dude. This dude, literally, he was preaching a sermon, and he was talking about Jesus. This is not anti-Christian. I'm anti-evangelical. This guy was a fucking nutball. He spit in his fucking head. He was talking about Jesus giving visions to people and how sometimes (laughs) people react in a very violent way, and it's blurry Mm -hmm. at first, but then the the, the blurriness clears. I don't know what the message was. This dude was on crack as fuck. This motherfucker literally loogies in his fucking hand he loogies in his hand and has the goober right there. His brother standing on the right of him. He wipes it in his fucking face. Did he say it was Jesus spit? No, he said, well, it could have been holy because it came from his mouth. But he just said, this is what it's like because the, the, the congregation were like, <laughs> and he's like, and that's how you react when Jesus gives you the vision the same way. And I'm like, dude, you just rubbed during the coronavirus and all that what good shit fuck? that's going on around the world. You wiped a loogie on your fucking brother's face. <laughs> God, these people, dude. I swear to God. It's so fucking nasty, oh. dude. You, and like, and I, I, don't, I refuse to watch the video. I don't want to watch the video. I just read about it, and there's a screen uh, shot of it. But I don't want to watch the guy literally. And then, and then I, it was funny, dude, because everybody, everybody in the comments were like, God damn, his brother took it. It reminded me of uh, Encino Man. It's like the new guy. He took it. Like his <laughs> brother, he doesn't move, dude. He does not move because I guess his older brother was like the preacher and he's like a follower. Yeah. He just stands there stock still while his brother runs his loogie down his fucking face. First off, <laughs> I don't care if brother, mom, friend, relative, if Jesus himself rubbed fucking spit on my face, well, I guess I'm going to hell. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm gonna fight that's fucking nasty you know dude. he just did that to be his dick to his brother they went out back he was like you fucking son of a you sandbagging son of a bitch 
<laughs> dude, yeah, like that's did crazy, you, dude. was that the fucking like Godfather shit? Was that an initiation oh, until into God. the Christian mafia? Like we, you have to have spit rubbed used to, in your fucking face. Me and you and Cody used to do that shit to each other all the time. You just be sitting there and like just, you know when you have somebody and you knew you were gonna get spit back on, but it was it sometimes <laughs> the juice was worth the squeeze because like you'd be sitting there and you'd be like leaned up watching TV. I'm like, oh, his face is fucking right there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and like spit right yeah, in spit. their fucking face. Yeah, but you and didn't then, like. But you didn't, the like, rub th- your hand, like, down their face. <laughs> no, because no, as soon as you did, everybody, like, it's like, dude, it's like a rule rumble that comes out of nowhere. Because as soon as one of us would spit at each other, everybody would jump yeah. up and start, like, spitting back and chasing each other around the house. And yeah. then it was it was pretty much the, the grossest fucking thing we ever it did really was. kids. But we did do that. Do you guys remember in, like, the movie Hook when they start throwing food at each other and then all of a sudden the whole table erupts <laughs> into a food fight? That's how a spit fight works. Like yeah. one guy would spit and then the other person would laugh at the person that got spit on, but then they would get spit on and then they yeah. would spit back. And then all of a sudden it's fucking and World War III. Dude, it was the worst because Cody, like I- I'm a shitty spitter, dude, but Cody, dude, he would hawk these nasty fucking loogies and he could hit you from like 20 feet away. Yeah. So dude. it was always like, God, the only time you can get him is if you struck first. I was like Cobra Kai. Dude, Cody's fucking it. spit. Yeah. He was like goddamn dead shot, dude. He can bounce he off fucking dead. walls and still hit you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. It's yeah, like but crazy. it's it's gross as fuck. And I'm just gonna say, hey, man, don't let your faith take you that far, because that's like those people, like you know. And again, I believe in God and stuff, and I identify, in, I guess, a Christian. But I, I would never in my life think evangelical are representative of anything other than like bolstering their own assholes and acting like they're gods themselves. You literally let a man rub his fucking spit on your face, and then when the congregation reacted as much as any normal sane person would be like, oh shit, and he was like, that's what's that's what's wrong with America today. Everybody's just scared of what they don't understand. I was like, you wiped your fucking spit on a man's <laughs> face. This is like, like watching gay porn. You're getting ready to lube up for a fucking head dive into the butthole. Yeah. Like, it's, just just because I'm making my own brother motorboat my asshole right after taking a Dairy Queen shit. That doesn't mean yeah. that you should run afraid from the Lord. <laughs> Don't you ever come into the house of God and speak Mm. such blasphemy and say I can't rub some spit on my brother's face because let me tell you something that's going to happen right now, brother. The devil's going to wipe juices all over your face and your butthole (laughs) is going to burn for eternity. Your butthole will have fire coming out of your cheekbones. Your butthole will never be able to be the same because you won't even be sitting down because your butthole is on Mm. fire with the juices of the devil. Hell alone a mountain <laughs> but I, anyway, steaming I don't want to get into any kind of argument about it. I'm just saying evangelicals are fucking wackadoos. I like to dip my nutsack in a in a warm candle and, and make it look like a like one of them cheeses that are made of circles. What do you call them? Baybell cheeses? Yeah. And then I just pray to God, I say, You take this gift. You sound like you sound like the opening God, of a jazz record. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this here's, this here's one for my girl Linda who left me at the altar. You oh. know what, Linda? I never liked you, and I cheated on you with your sister. This one's here <laughs> called "I'm Glad I Got Out, But I Got You." Too. You, say, you sound like Booker <laughs> T. <laughs> Hollow <Hollem> Heat. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, Dirk Hall, thanks, buddy. He says, "Crazy fact: I just found out the serial killer that inspired Scream, Daniel Harold Rowling, the Gainesville killer, is from Shreveport, Louisiana, where I'm from." Oh, well, Dirk. You better tuck your fucking self in at night. Well, I think he's dead or something. Did they catch that guy by now? I like how you said. I like how you said all this shit. You talk shit, and then you're like, "I think he's dead." I was like, "Did they catch him though?" (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to talk shit. It was a long time ago. Here, it was a long time ago. Um, I almost uh, I told this story uh, 
quite recently. I, I almost got raped in a Gainesville bathroom. So Gainesville just sounds like a scary place to be. Be happy you're in, in Shreveport, my friend. Um, but, you know, what are you, you going to do with that life? Hey, guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about We Watched a Movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind-the-scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears. I'll put the link below. We got to outrun the wind that you live anthony stamps says jay have you been behind the curve on netflix i thought it was a joke at first but apparently it's a real flat earth documentary oh have you seen not have you been have you seen behind the curve on netflix i mean is it so there is it like literally a documentary about why the flat earth theory is real or true if it's that i mean i don't know i, I would probably watch it for shits and giggles and get drunk and make fun of everybody if that's what it is but then again i don't want to like you ever seen like you, you don't want to watch certain things to make you feel dumb you know what I mean? Like you watch too too yeah. much of one thing and then you walk like away American feeling Idol. stupid. Like they sucked out your IQ, like fucking Riddler in Batman Forever. I'm drinking on your IQ, you know, sucking on your IQ, feeding on your brain. I don't want, yeah. you know, but I, I, if that's, I might watch it. I might watch it tonight. I don't know. I went uh, through, I went through like. Is it about like, Kyrie Irving? Flattening the curve. <laughs> what were you going to say? No, I, I get into those. Um, Sometimes I just watch those conspiracy theories like uh, like Planet X is out there and it's causing all this uh, traumatic um, global environmental shifts like the tsunamis and the earthquakes and all this shit. I watch that. I, I fall. I find myself sometimes falling down YouTube's dark hole of like conspiracy theories and I just watch them. I think I even watched a flat earther try to convince me why the earth is fucking flat and it's not round. But, you know, at the same time, it's just it's kind of like watching someone that's on a street corner speak and 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 go crazy about, like, why you shouldn't wipe your butt. Yeah. Like, why the toilet paper is the devil. I don't know. And just like, like, I'm just fascinated as fuck about what you're I know you're crazy and I don't believe in what you're saying at all. But I'm just fascinated. Fuck wiping, dude. Yeah. Fuck wiping. It's like, whatever, man. Good. Like, I mean, you do you, but I'm still going to wipe my butt. <laughs> I don't even fucking. Yeah, I don't even wipe anymore, man. Fuck it. I gotta go pee very soon though. All right, you go ahead and go first. I'll go when you get back. Well, I'll wait till the one hour. We got we got four minutes. Well, then I'll go. It takes you longer than four minutes. Mm, Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, Mister Perfect. Jonathan Van says I will pay two hundred dollars for a death sentence commentary. Well, Mm, I thought we did that one. uh, We did not do a commentary. Actually, you know what? I should say. For $200, we didn't do it. I don't even know what that movie is. What's that movie? We'll definitely do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see you in 20 minutes behind the trash can. <laughs> By the bar next to the trash cans. I'll be there. I, um, I, 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 I mean, I would do... Yeah, Death Sentence, man. We talked We talked a great deal about Death Sentence and how much we love it. Very much uh, the unofficial Punisher movie. Yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing fucking Kevin Bacon film, dude. DD8 says, Mike, what are the chords for white face fucker? I think it's just a 3-5 power chord on the top two strings and then a 3-5 power chord on the second two strings. And I think it's just back and forth. I'm not 100% sure about that. I'd have to actually play it because I never remember. But I'm pretty sure that's it. 3-5 power chord top, 3-5 power chord second, third string. I think and you're wrong, sing it I think it's more like the 4-3-2-8 uh, power it's chord a, on top of an AB. Uh, treble clef 5 and mm-hmm. also colon slash beef C on the bottom yeah. chord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh 
Hey, thanks for asking, Joe Bob. I appreciate that. My kid is holding up great. Did not end up having the COVID, just a cough, just a little sickness. Um, is, is, my brother may have it, and that's fucking back cute. in school today. And that was that was scary because you don't want the kids to have it. But it was nice to uh, find out that wasn't the case. She still got a little cough, but which is weird because she's in school. So like every time she coughs, I'm sure everybody's like, "What the fuck?" See, <laughs> but she's not contagious, and she doesn't have COVID, so it's all good. But yeah, yeah she, um, yeah, she didn't get it, which is awesome because she's a little kid. But then my brother informed. That's why me and Mike couldn't film this week together. Mm-hmm. My brother informed me. He was like, "Hey," <laughs> he's like, "By the way, I had a fever <clears throat> and I feel like shit. By the way, I can't taste or smell anything." Oh. Like fucking asshole. He was here on Thursday. Yeah. Last Thursday. <laughs> and when were you around each other? And I was like, I'll see you on the remote world, my friend. Oh shit. <laughs> Back to the stream. <laughs> Part seven. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> again. Again. I, yeah, uh, Cody was uh, we, it was funny because I was talking to him about it. He was like, Yeah, I hope I die, dude. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Because you know, he just he, he I, that's Cody gets anxiety, so he doesn't like he just I was like are you going to get tested? He's like, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I hope I die. <laughs> like, and I know we're laughing about it. We're not saying he's not suicidal or anything. That's just if how he, he meant is. that. Like, we wouldn't be laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was just, just his personality, yeah. but you know, he, he's kind of an asshole. Cause he doesn't really, you know, he's like, I don't know. I, I think that's his way of like dealing with it. Like he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to kill me. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, yeah this, I, I just want this motherfucker to be done. I'm not going to go out, uh, you know, like Bill Maher did and say, I'm over this, uh, uh, Omicron. Like, he was very kind of an asshole and how he – I get what he was trying to say, but the way that he said it was kind of an asshole way to say it. But Because there are people, you know, unfortunately, family members and kids that have died from it, and the way that he said it was kind of a shitty, insensitive way to broach the subject. But I get what he's saying. Like, you know, everybody wants to get back to fucking normal at some yeah. point. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and I don't uh... – I don't know. I don't know how I want to it's so weird how you can't even respond to it because it's like, oh, if I say it, then I'm either I'm either blowing Biden and his old man dick, or I'm <laughs> over here on the right and I'm blowing Trump and his oversized ego dick. Which one yeah. am I at? Which one am I at? Yeah. I'm you over can't it. Just too, be like, but... hey man, I just think it, it sucks and it, it, you know, I hope everybody, you know, takes precautions and we get over it together as a as a fucking species. But then if you're like, well, what side are you on, motherfucker? <laughs> Bloods for Crips. Bloods for Crips. That's basically what it is. And yeah. it's red and blue, too. I mean, yeah, basically, really they're no Blood fucking different. Crip, you come into our prison. <laughs> you gotta go. You you want your card? You gotta go go be Tanto. You gotta yeah, be I feel t- like goddamn Tanto. Jamie Kennedy in, in fucking uh, that one movie where he's like a white gangster. He's like, You validate parking? Malibu's most funny. You validate parking? We get us. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not involved, but I'll be right back. I gotta go pee now. All right. Uh, Anthony Fitzgerald, thanks, buddy. He says, I know it'll be a while for a new Jason movie. What are y'all's thoughts on Blumhouse trying to get Friday 13th Nightmare on Elm Street rights? Uh, Jay, I, sorry, I should have said this before he left, but I know Jay and I both think that A24 would do a killer new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. And I think Blumhouse already has Halloween. So I'm like, I would have no problem with them doing it. I just want a Nightmare movie. I don't think they would do a poor job of it. But I think I'd be a little bit more spicy if somebody else did it. You know what I mean? Just a little bit more fucking nuts to it if someone came someone else came out with it you know uh with a different one so i'd be fine with blumhouse getting it you know i I don't think what they've you know i don't think they've done a bad job with halloween um but i i I think a24 would be 
that would be the the coolest way to go with that. As far as Friday the 13th, I think anybody can produce a Friday the 13th movie. I just don't think there's that much to it. And that's not a knock against Jason. It's all pretty goddamn simple and it's entertaining. And for some reason, like half the movies, they didn't get right, but half the movies they did. And I think they'll do fine um, as long as they do a cool story with it. I don't think Jason's hard to do. But then again, I almost don't want to say that because it's fucked up. So, so many people fuck it up so easily, but doesn't really matter too much to me because there's not like the mention out there now who's going to take it and flip it for a fucking DVD profit. Uh, I just want to see someone do those fucking properties more than anything. But yeah, I know Blumhouse wants it, but they can't get it. And I wonder why. So like if Blumhouse comes to you and like, hey, look, we got fucking Oscar for Get Out. We did fucking Halloween, broke box office records. We got this and that and that. And the, the West Craven estate is not willing to give them Nightmare on Elm Street because he says we've tried. Uh, that's telling. Uh, if you think about it to either the West Craven's family's estate on how they feel about Blumhouse or how they feel about letting anybody have it. But what I do think is that with Scream being so successful is the best thing that could have happened for your hopes and dreams for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Because if the West Craven estate who didn't own the rights to the Scream franchise, I don't believe they did own, they do now own the rights to the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. And they were taking pitches, but they haven't accepted anything yet. But if they look at what they're like, we don't want somebody to bastardize it. Wes never wanted a sequel to be made at first before he did New Nightmare. So we're going to leave it alone. If they watch Scream and they see that not only is it, and you could say what you want. I know some people hate it or whatever, but 86% uh, positive audience score from last I saw doing great at the box office. Uh, I think most people believe it was a great ode to Wes Craven. The people that work on the set, the actors, they all think it was a nice ode to Wes Craven. So I think the overall general consensus is that it was a nice ode to fucking Wes Craven. Uh, so that being said, you got to think the family's going to see that and they're going to they're going to feel positively about how we can move forward with that. And maybe you see some news soon about Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that may happen. That is my prediction is that if we're ever going to see it, we're going to hear something within the next year. Um, because I think you got to look at what Scream did and be like, oh, my God, they can do it subtly. You know, they can do it the right way and they cannot, you know, shit on his memory by making these new movies. And that that had to be the biggest push to do it. If there was going to be a push, it was Scream doing well. So, yeah, uh, that's my thoughts. I think we might I think we may see something soon. But who knows? And maybe they go directly to Spyglass and they say, hey, we want Radio Silence to do it. Either they do it or nobody does it. And Radio Silence, obviously huge fans of horror. Who's to say we don't literally have them go in and do a Nightmare on Elm Street movie too? I think that's probably the biggest. If you're betting, you're betting money, unless they're going to be wrapped up in the new Scream movies. I think that it's, it's I would I would bet $5 on the fucking pot, whatever it is right now, that Spyglass ends up with the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street. And the people that did Scream. Uh, Paramount, yeah, Ernie Birds, sorry, Paramount, Spyglass. I think they're in, they're in together, but I think that could totally fucking happen, totally. Um, Ernie Birds show says Bumhouse wants to own the rights one hundred percent. Paramount might be willing to work with the estate and make a requel with Radio Sons. Oh yeah, that's that's what I was saying, man. Yeah, like, and that's a thing too. Like, it depends on you know, there's money things too. Someone could want too much money. They say, hey, I'm willing to let you do it, but they want too much fucking money. And Blumhouse is pretty goddamn cheap. You know, and that's not in a bad way. They're cheap in a way that's like that's that's their model. That's their business model. So they're not going to go and drop fuck buttholes of money to anybody for anything. That's just not how they operate. Um, but uh, Jay, while I was gone, someone said something I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, Anthony Fitzgerald said, I know it'll be a while for a new Jason movie. But what are your thoughts on Blumhouse trying to get the rights of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, can you not hear me? 
I see you, baby. Shake that ass. It says, uh, Oh, it says I can't unmute you because your mic is not connected. Um, let's see. I'll go through some of these while he's working that out. Yeah, Blu-ray said at eight twenty-four Elm Street would be awesome. Yeah, that's what I think too, man. Um, Kenneth's right. A sequel to It Follows would be pretty good too. Uh, a movie we're going to talk about tonight. They greenlit a sequel as soon as it came out because it was so successful. Uh, we'll do that review in a few minutes. But lights out. Uh, I don't know what happens with these movies. It got greenlit as soon as it came out because it made its money back on day one in the theaters and you never heard Dick all about a sequel again. Why does that happen? I don't know. Same thing happened on Friday the 13th. Uh, I guess he's going to unplug his mic and plug it back in. But the same thing happened Friday the 13th. Uh, the reboot. It came out, did well at the box office. They said, boom, we're going to do a fucking sequel. Jason in the Snow. Never happened. Friday, Friday the thir- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Same thing happened. The movie sucked a, a donkey dick in texas but like it still did well at the box office and they said we're gonna do a sequel and it never happened i don't know why that happens to certain movies man i really really don't it's fucking crazy uh what's up andrew gaciosa he says hey guys hope you're doing well what do you guys think of this idea nightmare a nightmare movie a freddy movie and a new a nightmare movie a freddy movie then a new freddy versus jason movie as a trilogy uh i've said this a hundred times i and i know people probably get sick of hearing it but i think the day that you see a versus with any of these villains uh then it's the day that these villains are done coming back to the theaters you know the day that that they run out of ideas and they have to do another versus movie it means that they've run out of ideas and it's the last hurrah so i technically don't want to see it um you know there's just no way to make that legit in my mind like i know forever chasing was fun and it had its moments or whatever but if you want if they want these these franchises to do well and to be scary and to like bring in new members and for people to be interested, like the general movie on it, it's not just horror fans, which there's a lot of fucking horror fans, but you got to get those Friday night high schoolers, you know, you got to get those movie crowds in there to really make big bucks, to do sequels, to do the stuff you want. And if we're at the point where they're doing Freddy versus Jason, it's, um, that only worked because it was coming on the heels of them literally owning the box, like being the biggest pop culture phenomenons, you know, and horror like i don't think that would ever work again if we see it it's probably going to be direct to dvd or it'll be the last of these movies you see in theaters uh and i hate to say that because i know people enjoy it but i don't think we ever get it i'm not saying that horror characters won't cross over especially when you talk about rights when you talk about like i was just talking about if spyglass owns both scream and they own nightmare on elm street who's to say you got you got teenagers you got a guy fucked with their dreams who's to say there's not weird ways to put them in the same universes together like what freddie attacked woodsboro i don't know there's woodsboro tv show and then he bring in freddie like nobody expects that as a fucking season cliffhanger you know he starts fucking with their minds and then you got two people you have to deal with there's little things you could do but a straight up versus movie almost screams celebrity death match and i just don't think we'll ever be taken seriously in a theater and and, and that that i think that marks the death nail of uh those franchises uh good question though man anthony stamps thanks buddy he says, I think that if, out of all the slashers, Freddy has the most potential to be scary again. You're absolutely right. Uh, if they lean into the nightmare world, they could make a really uh, fucked up, scary kind of Elm Street movie. You know, I think you're absolutely right, dude. I think you're absolutely right. What you can do with Freddy in that dream world is, especially if it's like A24 or something like that, he's supposed to be gnarly and fucked up and dark, you know, in, in, in the streets. Like he's... You can make that scary again. Like, you know, Michael, Jason, they're great. I love them. 
uh ghost face same but they're slashes and they're gonna walk in they're gonna kill people you can make it slow you can make it tense but no matter what you're not going to do much with those characters that you haven't seen before. At the end of the day, it's going to be them holding a weapon, chasing someone in the woods or in a house or in a, a hospital. Um, but when it comes to Freddy, the possibilities are fucking endless. You could bring out anything, anything otherworldly. Like it doesn't have to be ghosts or spooky shit, but like, imagine you're in your dreams and it's got the baseline of everyone has to fucking sleep. And that's something that's never going to go away everyone's going to be interested in that idea because imagine you're going to die if you fall asleep and you're going to fall asleep. You know, it's almost, it's a, if you think about it, it's a weird, it's a weird analogy for life. You know what I mean? We all know that we're going to die some someday. Uh, But you know, we're also scared of death at the same time, but you know, it's going to happen. There is no escaping it, but imagine dealing with that on a daily day basis. I think that's why Freddie's so scary. You know, you're afraid to go to sleep at night and that will always be something that will be, that that will never go away. That'll never go out of style. And again, you could do anything you want with it. He could do some wild and crazy shit. He could open up the floor beneath you or fucking the sky above you. You know, I don't think they got creative enough with Freddy and his powers and what he could do to you in your dreams. I think that may have been what held back some of the sequels. That's that's really interesting. And I totally agree with you, dude. Uh, there he is. Yay! Can you hear me? Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I had to, I don't know I had to switch off the microphone. I had to oh, plug that's, the microphone. That's weird, man. But yeah, now I got you on here now. All right, I'm gonna go take a tinkle. All right, I'll all be right. back. And when I get back, guys, we will review lights out and littering and littering identity. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good deal. Uh. Okay, I'm back and I've I've got my blue snowball. And no, I'm not going to do that with anybody. I'm just saying that's the name of the microphone. Yeah, I don't know what the shit happened. <clears throat> I had the Sure mic plugged in, and then all of a sudden it said, fuck you. I don't know what happened. But anyway. God damn, this tea is good. <sighs> Hello, Action. How are you? Hope you're well. Anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna have to look like I'm blowing someone off fucking camera because I don't want to like if you guys I don't know how sensitive this mic is. Bernie said, I don't think that's tea, brother. Well, you're right. It may be um Asian tea. <laughs> it's not regular tea, it's not green tea. Colin McCormick says, uh identity with John Cusack. Yes, that is the one. It's a great fucking movie, by the way. Can't wait to get on that. It's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, Guardian Bedurzer said, "Beard Beardizer, uh, welcome to Raccoon City. Sucked ass. I, yeah, I'm. I didn't think it sucked ass, but it definitely wasn't what I hoped it would be. Um, let's just say that I think that they were definitely mischaracterized through the movie. I thought I thought uh, the guy that played Leon was. I didn't like the way that they handled his whole arc. Leon's not a bumbling idiot." Um, you know, when you are introduced to him in Resident Evil 2, you know, he's well, to, you know, he's a well-to-do guy. Like, he understands, like, how to do things. He's a rookie cop in the Raccoon, the RPD, but he's not a rookie cop, rookie cop. And then uh, I thought the guy that played Wesker, I, I don't know. I just don't get why you just can't cast Wesker as, like, what he was in the game. Like, he's fucking, he's smooth, suave. He's got it put together, and he's evil. I, I think that that would be a good uh, idea. 
Kenneth elapses. Horse don't get a second chance. Yeah, dude, that was a fucking. <laughs> uh, Megalomaniac says, "Jay, are you into true crime? If so, what's your favorite case? Mine is definitely Columbine. Um, I'm not. I'm not really as much into true crime as maybe Mike, my, my girlfriend, and, and his wife, uh, Mike's wife, uh, Katie. I, I, I kind of like it. I, I don't really. But there's not. There's nothing like. I, I don't really get addicted or or." fascinated by any particular case i feel like they're all fucking scumbags and disgusting egomaniacs that get their attention by having the media report on them i mean that's what they wanted but i, I feel like uh i don't yeah i don't really have a but i know what you're talking about but true crime yeah i'm not into necessarily into it colton says are you uh, excited for the new evil dead movie and game this year i am excited for both of those uh definitely excited for the game um the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i want to see some good shit I, and like i have high standards for evil dead so hopefully they live up to it uh blue at ray attic says uh watching any tv shows lately i have not the only i i i i, I don't have any like i i ran out of watching uh, I, I watched yellowstone i finished all of ray donovan um i finished all of uh kingdom um the only the only show I was thinking about watching, but I'm not 100% sure if I really want to dedicate my wiener to that amount of time, is Peaky Blinders. But I've heard it's really awesome, but I don't know. Um, Berto75 says, what are you playing right now, Jay? I started Skyrim after a long hiatus. Man, that's how I am, uh, Berto. Uh, I'm the same way. It'll take like it'll be like pockets of years, and then I'll go I'll come back on Skyrim and watch the you know play the shit out of it. I'm not playing Skyrim. I did play it for a while. I'm playing Star Trek Online is what I've been uh, focused on for the last few months. But yeah, Skyrim will suck you in like no business. It's like a Tijuana hooker suck you in and never let you go. Mark Dorman says just saw Scream. It was okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to probably think the same way. I haven't seen it yet. I think I might watch it when it comes out on Paramount. Uh, T-Y-I-E. Uh, what do, I'll answer this and I'll let Mike uh, answer it. Thank you so much for your super chat. He says, what do you all think of the movie Sin City? And would you like a remake? I think Sin City is well done. I think it's a good movie. I think it's shot pretty well in conjunction with the graphic novel i don't think a remake would necessarily do it any justice i think it was done really well i uh, bruce willis was awesome in it mickey rourke was great um elijah wood um was cast really well in it i i don't think there's a need for a remake but i i did i really enjoyed it i thought it was awesome Vanderhoff uh six six f you says jay will you watch scream five i will when it comes out on paramount i will i will watch it Envy says, I think Resident Evil could be a very scary movie, but they just can't get it right. The Spencer Mansions can literally be Saw meets Zombies. Dude, yes! I, I like you, Envy. I don't know if that stands for New Vegas, which I'm a fan of Fallout New Vegas, if that's the case, but I'm sure it's not. But I agree. Yes, uh, if they do it right, Resident Evil could be could be in the Ramiro era of awesomeness. It really could, or in the Ramiro uh, pantheon. But, you know, and unfortunately, they had George Romero, right? They had George Romero. He did a treatment for the movie. They were, he was going to direct it, and they said, fuck you. Because he said it, he you know he wanted to make a I think like a two hour plus movie and they're like oh the script's too long and we don't want to put that much money into it and so unfortunately you know you got the Milojovovich uh, shows but uh, D Mitch fourteen says Jay did you watch Squid Game thoughts No I'm not watched Squid Game I've heard about it um, I seem to be a lot, like they like it um, 
you know, honestly, when they said Squid Game, I was thinking of Squidward. I thought it was a spinoff of fucking SpongeBob. Um, Will McSwain, I have not seen Scream yet. I have not. I know all about Scream. I, I already know about the, the spoilers and all that stuff and what happens. Uh, I have my opinions on that, but I can't, I'm not going to go ahead and share those uh, until I actually watch the movie. And then I'll form my opinions after I watch the movie, because I, you know, based on, you know, I read the spoilers on Reddit. I think it was Reddit uh, and just reading them. I was like rolling my eyes like fuck, but I don't want to, I'll have to wait to see it in context. Cause it's one thing when someone tells you about it and then it's, you know, in a Reddit forum versus when you actually see it. So. I know everybody, Jay, you were missing out on the Scream fun. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's not, look guys, the thing about Scream, and I know it's an unpopular opinion, and I know people are like, what the fuck? I'll burn your house down if you disagree. But I, I think that, to me, the best and the only true Scream is Scream 1. And I thought, I think Scream 1 is a awesome movie. I think it did what it was supposed to do. I think it changed the name of the game in the horror genre. It was the nirvana of the horror genre. It, it, it revitalized the horror genre. But, you know, if you ask me, uh, you know, about the Scream franchise as a whole, I don't really I don't really care that much. I like Scream 1. Scream 2 is OK, but then I really don't care. But Scream 1 is the is the pantheon of, of Scream to me. And I, I, I always felt like they should have ended it at Scream. But, you know, you can't just write like great characters, you know, Skeet Ulrich and Matthew <laughs> Lillard had and then just be like, oh, we're going to continue on without them. I don't know, because they were so they were so memorable and, and awesome. But that's my opinion. But I'm not saying that you know, there's anything wrong with loving the Scream franchise and being involved with it. But I just I think Scream One is the best, and and that's it. If you ain't first, you last, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Shake and bake. Yeah. Uh, which uh, did you get to these super chats? I I, mean, I got the four ninety nine one. All they they asked was uh, uh they they asked um, what your thoughts are on Sin City and do you think there should be a remake? Yeah, I, I don't myself you don't think there's no yeah i said i love the movie and i don't think there should be a remake i don't think there's any need for it it seems too recent and it's like it doesn't look dated at all to me so it looks awesome and it was also awesomely casted bruce willis mickey rorick jessica alba elijah wood yeah that was a great movie i I gotta rewatch that sometime that's a cool ass movie did you get get sean tubby's no that was the name Uh, Sean Tubby123 says, number one, sub glow sticks. Number two, Scream 5 ruled. Number three, need advice. I'm trying to get a friend into slash movies. What five movies uh, y'all both recommend I should show her first? Mm, that's, that's a good a one. one, Sean. Uh, uh, Sean, bringing out seen- the fucking heavy goddamn hammer and saying, tell me, tell me, like Loki. Uh, <laughs> I would say, well, what, the first slasher movie that you would that you would recommend to get someone like eased into it, would it be Halloween? The first yeah, one, yeah. the original? I think you got to start there. Yeah, because that, that, that'd that be scary as fuck to watch if you've never seen a slash movie of any kind, right? That'd be fun. That, <clears> or you could, uh, you know, speaking of Scream, Scream mm-hmm. could, because it's more based mm-hmm. in reality and mm-hmm. that it could happen. But I would the also, two must have, I would also recommend The Strangers. Cause, I was going to say, that, that I was that's exactly what I thought too, but it's weird. Yeah. It made me think like, technically Halloween's kind of a home invasion movie too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like at least it has those elements. So you, you might say some... The Strangers is home invasions, but it's also a slasher. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, I, you know, another one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. Because mm-hmm. again, the I'm just I'm, I'm trying to base <clears throat> around stuff like because you gotta you gotta get something to connect with them, right? You gotta have something yeah. to be like, oh shit, that could actually happen. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that Texas Chainsaw Massacre could necessarily happen, even though I think it was loosely based on. I know it was based on Ed Gein, but I'm saying like, you know, like I don't know if there was actually a Texas 
chainsaw murder somewhere. Maybe there was, I don't know, but I'm saying like that was, it's scary and freaky enough. And the fifth one, the last one, as far as a slasher movie goes, Jason is, is fantastic. It's just a fun movie, but I don't think it's, I don't think it ever took itself seriously. That's the thing about Friday the 13th. I don't think they ever took themselves seriously. So it would be hard for me to recommend that one. You'd have to go a sequel. You can't go the original. It's just not got the... Well, yeah, even, but yeah, even when they did... Because when they get the third one, when he opens his mask up, he goes... <laughs> in yeah. the barn. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But the uh, yeah, what was your... what was your, Okay, so I picked a couple. What would you be your fifth one? I would go exactly with the ones that you mentioned. And either I would go with... Because, you know, Jason, he's so important to the slash universe it's hard to say i would maybe replace this i'd play replace the strangers with uh friday 13th part four maybe or, mm-hmm. or yeah not part six uh even though i like six better it's a little more comedic i go part four and yeah. then i would my fifth one would be american psycho that's i think a that's one. a that's a really a good one. one i forgot all about yeah. that one I love yeah, yeah, that movie. american psycho would be fun. good or if you want to get more recent with it you could even say the guest yeah that, that's a great one that's a really yeah. fucking great one for sure. Uh, great question, dude. Ethan, thanks, buddy. He says, how's it going, guys? I don't know if you guys have ever talked about them before, but I'm curious. What do you think about the old school universal monster films? Uh, this is an unpopular opinion, but I can't get into them. Can't fucking do it, man. Like, I can't fuck with those things. Like, I appreciate the the Dracula one. Like, it was pretty good. Like, a couple. I get there halfway through. I'm sort of interested. And I always just end up, like, sleeping. Um, I think that Boris Karloff was he was a master at doing, I mean, and when, you know, I was raised by my grandmother uh, and she would, she would get, she bought movies like that shit because that would scare her when she was a kid. And I understand mm-hmm. why it's classic and why people revere it and why it's so, you know, ingrained in, in the psyche of, of cinema goers or, or people in general. When you think of creature of the, from the black lagoon, Wolfman, the mummy, Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, you think of those kind of movies, but yeah. Um, while I appreciate their their role in history and how well you know they're always going to be a part of American culture, I feel like what could happen and what should happen is I feel like they had a good idea with what the Tom Cruise thing was doing with the mummy and trying to bring the universal uh, monsters to more of the uh, modern sensibilities, meaning that you know just update on. I'm not talking about you know what's going on on the Twitter sphere and shit like that. Not not shit the woke shit. I'm just talking about just updating the films and so a new generation of people can appreciate them i feel like they should do that yeah that's what i feel cool. i feel I like, like if you want to rest- yeah. i would restart the universal monster universe what they started mm-hmm. with tom cruise and the mummy and i would expand the fuck out of that and i would actually write a good goddamn script because the mummy with tom cruise fucking sucked ass it's a terrible hey, movie the invisible man's kind of a per- perfect place to start well the, the invisible man's one of you could start off with that and then eventually work your way into the dracula movie and the wolfman movies and the creature of the black lagoon i think they're classic fucking movies there's no doubt, but I just, yeah. I feel like the older, older ones, I, I, I guess because we weren't born around that time, it's hard. I mean, I'm not saying that if you, just because you weren't born around that time, you're not going to enjoy them. I just feel like personally, I couldn't, it's hard for me to sit back on a Sunday afternoon and be like, I'm going to click on these old universal yeah. fucking shows. Yeah. I'm a completist. Like I, I love, one of my favorite things in the whole world to do is to start a franchise I've never seen anything about and just deep dive into it mm-hmm. and just become enamored with it, learn the ins and outs and everything about it. I love doing that. But with those, I've just never been able to. Like, I tried. I watched the Dracula. And I dropped the werewolf movie. Um, what's the name of that one? Um, Which one? Wolfman? Yeah, Wolfman. I just could not do it, man. I just, like, I could get through the Dracula one. And that one, I was cool. But after that, I was like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm out. Well, oh, the damn town. Yeah. And uh, hold on. Because I, I don't want to get his name wrong. Uh, the one that I that sticks up to my mind when I think of Dracula anyway is um, it's not so much uh, Boris Karloff at all. It's... um. 
Uh, and I'll tell you, here HR shoving stuff. Yeah, that guy was so great. He he shoved <laughs> he shoved a lot. I, it was um, fuck, dude. The guy that played um, Saruman in uh, the Lord of the Christopher Lee. Oh yeah, like when, when I think of Dracula, I think of Christopher Lee. Yeah, there, there's. But I know dude, everybody there's... says Boris Karloff, but Christopher Lee to me is Dracula. But I also think of the guy that played played Dracula in the Monster Squad. As far as like updating it as close as they could get, Monster Squad was the closest to date. I like Bela Lugosi a lot too. Like, I, there's a, there's been a lot of badass Draculas. You know what I mean? Like a lot. Am I wrong? Sure. Is am I getting it wrong? Is it not Boris Karloff that was Dracula? Or was Boris oh, Karloff I Frankenstein? I don't know. I don't... I could I be know. wrong completely. I know, well, yeah, the classic, yeah. But either way, I, I think that Monster Squad was the last movie as far as like taking all the Universal monsters and putting them into one movie and making a cross universe. I did. Like the that. guy that played Dracula in that movie was fucking awesome. He's like, "Give me the amulet, you bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like I, 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 I don't get into those movies in the way they are, so I shouldn't say this, but because I'm sure the people that were fans of those, like how some people wanted Christopher Reeves, Man of Steel, and Man of Steel, like they wanted that Superman because that was Superman they grew up with. Well, they did that. So, they did Superman Returns. Well, I know. Yeah, but I mean, they were pissed when they changed it. But like for me, if they were going to redo the Universal Monsters, I would want them to try to make a go at just making it extremely fucking scary. Like really try to make it scary. Whatever that means for today, just do it. You know what I mean? But I know that's probably okay, not by the way, their opinion. I'm wrong. Uh, so I, I get to say this out loud before. Boris Karloff was best known as uh, as Frankenstein. I was thinking of Bela Lugosi. Oh, okay. Yeah. But those guys run together for me. They all run mm-hmm. together for me because they're all part of that, like, click. They were like the, yeah. the fucking rat pack. Yeah, this is the name stick out. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Great questions, though. Andrew Contreras, thanks, buddy. He says, curious what y'all think when it comes to practical and CGI effects. What would be appropriate and done the right way when it comes to both? Um, all, right, all the way practical. I think that it's insane that we live in a world where people spend more money on cgi when it's clearly been shown you can do practical uh and 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 make it better uh unless you're talking about like in destroying the whole earth or like doing something crazy i say in my mind if i was if i was a director that would be my thing i'd be like it's if if there's an opportunity at all to make it practical i do practical i just cg is fine when you need it but i just i don't like how much it's used yeah, I think practical effect is the is the is the best way to go. I, I feel like there's more passion and more heart putting put into those special effects when you see them, and they do such a great job. Like Stan Winston was a master. If you look at Pumpkinhead, I know it doesn't look that great, but it looks so fucking amazing on film. I mean, as I, I like if you see it lit up, you know, without the the camera lights on it, it looks like shit. But you know, it looks amazing on film, and it and it's something that the actors can actually play off of versus like, oh, well, there's an X. And a, and a floating fucking Dixie cup. And that's the monster that's chasing you. And just look at that and be terrified. I feel like that's one thing of it. But also I feel like what special effects should be used. Uh, an example, I think they did a pretty good job of blending the two. Is if you look at just most recently Ghostbusters Afterlife. They yeah. use special effects with practical effects. And I feel like what special effects should be. Is special effects should enhance the practical effects. And, and, and add to the story rather than being the story. Because if, if if it's just a special effects laden movie, then you're just like, oh, it's like a fucking video game. I'm watching a video game. Yeah, yeah, and 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 again, so. like especially when it comes to monsters and shit like that, like you know what I mean. Like I believe in horror, I think you should be 99 percent practical effects. Like I know some people don't like the ending scene in Halloween Kills where all where it's like way close up and he's like just slashing his way people. And oh, honestly, yeah. as much as I love that scene, I wish that they would have been able to do it the way they originally wanted to, which is yeah. have a full on street scene and not have him on that platform spinning, but. Imagine if they'd done that with CGI, how bad like blood splattering CGI all over the place would have looked. It would have looked like a direct to fucking DVD movie, you know, like 
uh, I think, I think, any, I think any director practical. that's worth his salt realizes the importance and uh, the 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 importance and the need to utilize and and put into film practical effects that make sense. Because here's the thing: the, with everything advancing in technology today, specifically with film, you can get awesome practical effects like awesome practical effects with our, our technology that we have now. And then all you do is have special effects that enhance those practical effects. You don't need yeah. the, the special, like, and don't get me wrong. I enjoy a popcorn movie where I can jack off in the theater and still be entertained. Like independence day. I like those. I mean, those are fun right. transformers. I like watching mm-hmm. that shit just cause it's a popcorn fucking movie. But if it's like a horror movie, like you mentioned or something like that, I, I, or alien like alien was fucking practical effects and it was yeah. fucking awesome. And way and that back scared then. the shit out of people. Ridley yeah. Scott did awesome. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But then even he used CGI. So it's just like, you know, I, I don't know. I, well, I, don't I know. I'm it. just talking about like, well, when he started out, cause they didn't have that access, like with that, yeah. that chest popping scene, mm-hmm. they, they were saying that that scared the fuck out of people in the theater. And it was scary. Yeah. Cause it looked good. It looked yeah, real. Exactly. And like, and, and you know, I, I always go back to the same thing. There's a study or someone did or someone said or something. I don't know. Fuck, but like someone said that when the human eye and brain notice CGI, so like mm. even if you don't pick up on it and it looks real to you, your brain, there's something in it that knows it's not real. You know what I yeah. mean? That knows it's computer generated. And to me, that says all you need to know. Yeah. If you're going for a horror movie and you're trying to scare people and you're trying to make it believable and you're trying to put people in that atmosphere, why on earth would you put in a scene where biologically our brain is going to tell us it's not real? That seems yeah, like the, that's why you got that's why you that's why you got to figure out how to mix the two in where it, it, it confuses the brain because if the back <clears> of your brain is telling the front of your brain like that's a crock of shit, like, yeah, it's like exactly. hey did I make did I file my taxes yet? Like, yeah, and you don't if you're thinking of that while you're watching, movie. you're supposedly watching a big dude. Even Star Wars use fucking practical effects, and look how yeah. look how good that looks. It still holds up today. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the special editions or any of that. I'm talking about the original practical effects that came out that made star Wars a household name. It was practical effects, dude. And they did awesome. They were awesome. Well, fucking said exactly, man. All right, let's get into these reviews. Now we have a tier on our Patreon, my friends, where if you join it, you can pick a movie for us to do a review of. And uh, we're doing two of those tonight. One is for our buddy, Michael Johnson. Thank you, Michael Johnson. Thank you. Who picked identity. As well as Andrew Skalku. Andrew Skalku. Cool Skalku. God this damn, sounds that like sounds like a made-up fucking name. Like he's on the run from the <laughs> Canadian government or something. Michael Johnson and Andrew Skalku. Both Skalku requested- is not going to come back to Canada ever. <laughs> uh, uh, Identity, which is by uh, my, James Mangold. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Mangold, who did uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also Lights Out, uh, which was... Yeah, requested by our buddy Wyatt Atley on the Patreon. Thank you guys so fucking much for being Patreons and for picking two good movies. Once they're that, awesome. You know, yeah, they're so good. Uh, what do you want to do first, Identity or Lights Out? Let's go ahead and get in that Lights Out. Let's turn off the lights and see what happens. Is that your hand yeah. on my wiener or is it Feel my around. hand on yours? Let's find out. Turn yeah. on the lights. Uh, well, dude, uh, one thing I got to say about this movie is, uh, holy shit, it was, it's one of those movies that you watch and, and you're watching it and then it changes your whole perception when you're watching, as you're getting deeper into the movie because the oh. first time you start watching, you're like, Oh, it's a straight horror movie. It's easy to follow. This is like a jump scare movie. Easy peasy. Uh, no macaroni cheesy. But <laughs> what you find when, what at least how I, I watched it and took it. I was like, this is like a fucking X-Men villain origin story or like a, a like a, like a superhero or, or, or super villain origin story. 
Because the thing about the girl in it is that she had she had a skin disease, right? And they didn't experiment on her, and then she vanished, and then suddenly she's haunting. And I use that in quotations because she can physically maim people and hurt them. And I feel like she's not really dead. I just feel like she's a, a super mutant. She already had powers, according to the movie, before they even killed her. She could get mm-hmm. inside your head and make you see what, like a Professor Xavier type of power. Yeah. And then I think what I also take away from this is I have nothing but <clears throat> respect for Pony Smasher, dude. Like this fucking guy with his wife made a short for a, uh, for a competition that they didn't win. Mm-hmm. Then it gets picked up and goes viral on YouTube. James Wan is interested, but he doesn't think it's going to work as a full-length feature film. He writes, uh, the, the Pony Smasher writes a treatment for it. James Wan says, all right, let's go to Vegas and, and spin this bitch. And then the, the movie becomes a, a huge hit. On a $4.8 million budget, it makes $148 million. And on top of that, uh, I just like the I just like the idea, like like the guy that has no experience, um, Pony Smasher, and I can't remember his name, like his, the Pony Smasher. David Sandberg. Is his, is his, yeah, Andy Sam. He walks onto a film set. David. David Sandberg. He walks into a film set, never had been on a film set in his life, never worked with a film crew, didn't know what to do. And he literally asks somebody, when do I say action? And it becomes a huge fucking hit. That's the kind of people we need making movies. That, yeah. that That's the kind of guy right there. That That's the kind of guy. Because it, it's like, you know, he, it was pure imagination. It was awesome. It was original. It was unique. And it wasn't just relying on the cheap jump scare to get you. It was relying on a good story wrapped up in a good horror movie. Dude, I couldn't agree more, man. And like when you watch it, so like to me, the movie is like, um, and you explain it perfectly, like the whole story behind it and everything. The movie is like, in my mind, when I watch it, I go, I start and watch it. I'm like, okay, you might think typical conjuring type fair, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Jump scare, Supernatural, uh, but, it, yeah. but really it's kind of the best of both worlds because this is different. Like it has that conjuring mm-hmm. Friday night jump scare audience vibe to it. Like you're going to have fun if you went to theater to watch this with your buddies on a Friday night, but yeah. you know, and, and the general audience goer will get it. It's the kind of movies that like the mainstream audience want to see, but it's got more to it than that. And when they start to unravel the lore of this character and like where it comes from, and then most importantly, Teresa Palmer is awesome in this, mm-hmm. and uh, her boyfriend is a likable character. There's not really a bad person in this movie. The mom's sort of fucked up for a while, and you hate her, but you start to get it. But um, she was from Coyote Ugly. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> I hadn't actress, seen her in a while. The actor's name is Alexander De Persia, which unfortunately I haven't seen him in anything since. But he was bred. He plays the boyfriend. But just the way that he taught us about these characters and the kid who's been in other stuff too. Um, but like you like them all so much. And actually I found myself getting like semi-emotional at the end of the movie, which is like you, like imagine the conjuring after the Packers lost. (laughs) Maybe I did, but like, (laughs) I think that's what happened. Imagine the the conjuring movie, unless you're one of those people that's like super into their relationship, but imagine Mm -hmm. watching one of those fly by night conjuring spinoff movies and actually having an emotional response to it. It's almost non-existent with this. Like yeah. I like these characters so much, you know, and at the end, what happens to, I won't say spoilers just case you haven't seen it, yeah. but like what happens to that little boy and what happens to that family and the guy's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here. Like that, that whole kind of thing kind of got to me a little bit. Yeah. So it was the, to me, it was the best of both worlds. It was a movie. It was a, I don't like the conjuring universe movies. That's just not who I am. I think, I think the problem is there's no stakes monster pops up and goes, <laughs> and then it goes away. And then well, the, first like, one, uh, the first one had stakes though, because oh, she could have lost her family. Family. you just lost me you lost oh you, me. <laughs> dude your 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 vision is for, you look like you were getting ready to see the biggest dick come into your mouth that you've ever seen before like the way your image was frozen you're like 
Well, yeah, I think the the only thing I disagree with, I do think that the conjuring, at least the first one did have stakes because if they didn't fix her, she was going to kill her own family. But I get what you're saying. I think that I'm what speaking, makes I'm talking more about like I, when I say that I mean I'm more mean like the the spinoffs and shit like Curse of Lorona and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that would that Curse of Lorona fucking sucked. I mean, yeah, the first Conjuring is the first Conjuring, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, just, well, I, I think yeah. By the way, that dude that played her boyfriend does he not look a lot like the the guy that was the the baby daddy in the ring? Uh, the first ring. Yeah, he the does. One, yeah, he does. It yeah. looks and it almost has the same kind of like attitude about it. Yeah, I can totally but, see that. And but, she yeah, kind of but, reminded me of Jessica Chastain and Mama. A little yeah, bit she too. did. Yeah, I like the dude. And by the way, we were—I think we had had a discussion earlier about tough girls or, or somebody that could take over Ellen Ripley. That girl, the the girl in this, was actually pretty good. You know what I mean? She could be she a good was, candidate. Teresa Palmer was good. I like Teresa her. Palmer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And I think that for me is um, I, again, I feel like it's it's an atypical horror movie. Not meaning it's typical because it's atypical, meaning that it's not all it's not it's not black and white. It's not something that's easily defined as like, okay, well, this is a supernatural ring type movie or this is a slasher movie or this is, you know, a ghostly apparition that's fucking with people. I mean, you could you could classify it as a supernatural film and I understand why you would do it, but I don't think it's supernatural. I don't think the girl is supernatural at all. Mm -hmm. I don't think that. I think that she's some kind of manifestation of a power in humans that maybe we don't understand yet because when she was a child, she already had, I I would even, I would extend out even as far as the ring, the ring itself, the movie, yeah. the ring, right? The little girl, yeah. Samara, she had um, supernatural abilities, meaning that she could make people see what she wanted to see, but did she really die? Do you really think that you saw what you thought you saw, like in X Men? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I just feel like those movies are really interesting and fascinating to me because they use a horror plot, but you know, in reality, is it is it really horror? Or is it thriller? I mean, or is it sci fi in some yeah. way? Because, but yeah, I, I love to do, it. and the acting is on par. I loved every bit of the the guy did such a great job that at a one one week after this movie was released, they said. They greenlit a fucking sequel. They greenlit it. They were like, all right, let's do a sequel. Because the way the movie ends, you think, okay, well, we don't really know what happened, really. I mean, it kind of leaves it. I mean, it kind of ends itself, but then you don't know. Uh, and right. then as of 2021, there's been no word on it. But James Wan said he was he would come back and produce it. And uh, Pony Smasher said he was going to come back and write it along with the other guy that wrote the first movie. So, yeah, dude, as far as, as, far as a horror movie goes, as far as the uniqueness of the movie and what it brings to um, when you're watching, what it brings to you, like I mean, as you're watching it, I, I'm gonna give it eight point five, dude. I think I gave it a high fucking. I think we both gave it a high score when we first yeah. fucking watched it. I re we reviewed it. We saw it was one of the few movies we've ever got an early screener for. We got it a day early, and we reviewed it in the car, and it got like mm -hmm. eighteen views. And uh, but I think I think I think that we gave it an eight or a nine or whatever. But I, I'll stick two to that. So I'll give it an eight out of ten. I think that 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 ending scene once the black light comes out yeah. is fucking on. That's you know great. like. Once the black light comes out, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like she didn't really scare <laughs> that me that much. Yeah, they did a good. She job looked like an old crack hoe from fucking Seven <laughs> Eleven. She's like, "Give me a quarter." <laughs> yeah, I want to see Yeah, uh, but like uh, that, that stuff didn't get to me. But it was it, it was really cool what they did with the lighting and how they mm -hmm. how they how they used that trick. I thought they did a great job with that. You got a Home Alone scene when they're like taping that. They're like, "All right, let's fix this fucking house." That, you know what that reminded me? Of? That reminded me of uh, Darkness Falls. When yeah, trying to, yeah like i like that shit. see everybody loves darkness falls i, I don't darkness like it falls. this to me yeah. is darkness falls like i get you know what i mean it, it's that it's that this fun a, jump yeah. scare conjuring ish movie but to yeah. me it's got enough extra to it to, to make it like likable but 
Well, yeah, uh, Darkness scene... Falls is like Diet Coke, and this is Diet Coke and vodka. Yeah, pretty it has much, that yeah. spice to it. Uh, but the ending scene, like the ending set piece, is just fucking awesome. The way they set it up, and that dude, mm-hmm. and what he does, like when he and everybody, you know, rightfully so, he's done a great job. But like whenever Jordan Peele does something, everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's so genius" or whatever. But whenever somebody else does it, it feels like people forget it. Something what really cool he did to subvert expectations with this movie was make the boyfriend a likable guy. And when like he runs out of the house, in so many of these movies, it would have been like, oh, right, yeah. he's leaving or whatever. Oh yeah, because the, the man little... sucks. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and when the little kid's like, uh, he's gonna leave, and she's like, he wouldn't do that, and he's like, well, mm-hmm. you did, but then he comes back. I thought that was a really nice touch to the movie. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, that that definitely is true. Like, there there is a lot of uh, man hate sometimes that are, that happen in these movies. It's like mm-hmm. that motherfucker was man spreading on the subway. Obviously, he's trying <laughs> to force us to succumb to his patriarchy, and I will not have it on my house. I, yeah, dude, it's I true. thought that's true. I thought for sure. I talk about the Mandela effect, dude. I remember that dude getting his back split like Bane and dying. And I remember us being upset about it like happening. So like, I'm so confused, but that scene where he's about to get it and he pulls out the, he pulls out the, uh, well, first the phone scene that got yeah. me. like when he had the phone That's and he's cool, like, right? oh, I got yeah. you. But then when it went away and you expect her to like run out of the darkness, but she's just fucking right there already. I was like, Oh, gee yeah. poochies. And then <laughs> yeah, dude, I shit he, myself a, co- a couple of times. But yeah. I had a good then, time shitting myself, though. It was one of those few <laughs> exactly. times I was like, that's okay. I'll and then the car squeege. The car, car uh, keys thing was a fucking mm. genius bit, dude. Like, that was, like, cool as hell. Do you, you want to hear it. something interesting about that movie is also that scene. Do you remember one of the badass scenes that happened in the movie that's pretty freaky is that uh, when um, – what's the main girl's name again? Or the actress's name? I can't uh, remember. Teresa Palmer. Teresa Palmer is in her apartment, and I think it's uh, – Right after she takes her younger brother in to stay the night with her, and you see the 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 creature girl, you know, scratching in the fucking doorway, and the yeah. red light comes on, and then she's gone, and then it comes. That was actually James Wan because originally, uh, uh, the the director wanted uh, the Pony Smasher wanted the lights outside to illuminate her and then go by, mm-hmm. and then James Wan was like, I think it'd be a lot scarier if you had a, like a, a light outside. That was flashing the neon light that was flashing red and then yeah. flashing off and flashing red and flashing off versus that. But by the way, when I saw that scene, when she's digging at the, you know, she's writing her name in the floor, that reminded me of uh, when you're drunk and you're downstairs and you're, or, or you're in your, your kitchen and you're digging through the fucking refrigerator <laughs> and then someone yeah. walks in and the light goes on and you run away real quick <laughs> and you hide behind the corner until they're gone so you can eat. <laughs> but yeah, it, but it, but that was but that was just an interesting uh, side note. But there was a lot of collaborative effort with James Wan on this in, in some uh, respects, and I, I I couldn't be happier for the dude. I I know that he's not a YouTuber. I know that Pony Smasher is not a YouTuber, but the fact that he got released on YouTube and it was viral and it got the attention of Hollywood, I just think you know what I like about it. I think it's a I think it's a goddamn Rocky comeback story. I, this is what we need, man. We need these guys out there in the grassroots campaign making these shorts. And then getting the attention of Hollywood, so you have these yeah. original ideas that actually get made. And I love it, dude. He's the guy. He got. He ended up getting to do a superhero movie. Like he did Annabelle. He did this. Then he did mm-hmm. Annabelle. An Annabelle movie. And then they gave him fucking Shazam. And like Shazam isn't my favorite movie, but like I, I think it's the trailers right. kind of yeah. ruined the best parts of that movie. But like I thought that he did great job talk about a guy who didn't know when to say action and then he's doing a shazam movie i, know, I, I don't know it. what happened but dude there if you look at his iron biography uh mm-hmm. there's a movie called uh, i flip you off for four hours straight is that and, the like, name of the movie click, yeah and you click on uh-huh. it you're like what the fuck is this i haven't heard that of this like and it's literally, i swear i don't know why 
it's on YouTube, and I don't know why he decided to do it, but it's like the most punk rock thing ever. He walks into the camera frame, and it's a four-hour-long video called I Flip You Off for Four Hours Straight. He walks into the camera frame and goes... It doesn't do it for <laughs> it does four hours? For four fucking hours. And then, like, three and a half hours in, there's this weird video of this kid playing with, like, toilet paper. I don't know what's going on. Do that, that, like, that, yeah. that reminds me of uh, how, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you guys know Mr. Beast. Mm. You know how he got viral? Was, I think, he, he yeah. said he did a live or something, and he was going to count from one to, like, a million or yeah. some shit like that, and he did it? Well, this that's was fucking just a smart. Loop. No, well, he, he I know he did it. a loop. I know he didn't actually yeah. do it, but I'm just saying, like, that's smart marketing. Like, yeah. get your name I, out there a little bit. Yeah, we should do it. Like, we make bad jokes for 24 straight hours. No, I couldn't do it. You just it'd put like, our It'd be like 24 together. straight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, uh, uh, great. What do you give it? Wide Atlee, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. So, I gave it 8.5. You gave it an 8, yeah. It's a great uh, fucking one movie. Of, yeah, one of my favorite Insidious is probably my favorite of this new genre of horror uh, yeah. with the the Conjuring Universe stuff. I don't know what you would call it, but like, the new almost CGI like pop scare horror, like you know Friday Night Flick. Yeah, thing. Like the the, the post um, uh, paranormal, the, yeah, the twenty first century paranormal films. Yeah, like Insidious is my favorite, but Lights Out would be in my top five. Like I usually don't enjoy these movies, and I thought Lights Out, but you know, I, I feel like really Lights Out is one of those movies that could easily get lost. Like most people would, I even feel like it has. It. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel like people ever mention it, like ever. Like if you're talking about the best supernatural movies that you've seen in the last 15 years, I feel like no one ever mentions Lights Out. I could be wrong, but I yeah. just I feel like it never makes people's lists. It does feel like it's being forgotten a little bit, no doubt yeah. about it for sure, dude. But uh, okay, so Rock that's that based one. on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It happened. My grandmother. Uh, but no, Wyatt Atley, thank you so much, dude. You're fucking awesome. Great fucking choice, my man. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Michael Johnson and Andrew Skalku. Next up, ah. we're talking the movie Identity, starring John Cusack, directed by James Mangold, starring a whole bunch of fucking people. Ray Liotta. Yeah, dude, Ray Liotta. Uh, you had fucking uh, the guy from Dust Till Dawn's like, haven't felt it a bit, been sitting by the air conditioner all day long. <laughs> I always want to call him Ethan Hawke for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. He Jake Busey. That. Jake Busey was in it. Yeah, Jake Busey, one of his best. Jake Busey basically played the exact same guy he played in The Frighteners. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> you know much. I mean? Yeah, exactly. This motherfucker was loaded more than a Taco Bell burrito. Like, there was, was. a lot of, of, of good. Uh, Rebecca Day Hotness, Overload, Mornay was in this. Uh, Amanda Pete. Amanda Pete, yeah. John Hawks. From Saving Silverman. We were thinking about, yeah. Alfred Molina, dude, is in this fucking movie. I love Goddamn the, Octopussy. Dude, you know what? Yeah, well, Alfred, Alfred Molina as the psychiatrist in this movie, the one thing I felt like, dude, I was like, you know what? And I know this goes against tradition because people be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jay? I'm just saying, hear me out. Calm down. Please put your penises away. Don't pee on me. Alfred Molina as Dr. Loomis. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, obviously he doesn't fit in inside the necessary caricature that we think of as dr loomis you know bearded kind of rugged crazy ish but alfred molina maybe i i, I could kind of see it yeah like if, if they announced that i'd be like it's okay it's okay i feel like i i feel like it told it but say, no no it's okay <laughs> trying to shoot me in the back eh? <laughs> yeah because not <laughs> yet not yet <laughs> uh but yeah uh yeah it, it was a great dude uh, uh, a huge cast it was actually a, a big cast uh, you know looking at it and by the way the the one uh the guy that was married to the the chick from the faculty 
he was the older brother or the younger brother in the butterfly effect that went fucking crazy. Um, you know, the, uh, the one that was, uh, you know, that in, in the butterfly effect, he was the one that um, Ashton Kutcher was always afraid of, like the psycho. The yeah, psycho yeah, little yeah, brother. yeah, yeah. He was the guy yeah. that was married to the girl that said she was pregnant and she wound up not being pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking yep. about. And, and and dude, there's a bunch of people in this too. The judge that was in that and that yep. one scene. That thing you he do. Was, uh he no, he was the dad from uh Donnie Darko. Mm. Uh the one that was like, I'll never vote for DeGramas or whatever it is. I got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that fucking movie so much. But he was in there too. Um she's like, why don't you go suck a fuck? He's like <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, but, um I I've seen this movie before and like after about like ten minutes, I was like, Yeah, oh yeah, I remember it. And I remember who the killer was and I remember the whole thing. But I like this movie overall because if you've never seen this movie before, what I like the best about it, it it's a it, it's a true throwback to Hitchcockian type of plot. It's more of a mm-hmm. who you who done it. It's a thriller through and through. It's not it's not horror. I never would even list this as horror. I would this is a pure thriller movie. Yeah. But it's also one of those movies that pull it's you kind in of slasher. Because, it's kind of well, there's a slasher-ish element to yeah. it, yeah, because there's a serial killer. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like this is a a whodunit, suspense, thriller type of film that really draws... It makes your mind work, which I like those kind of movies yeah. where you're like, I don't know. And then this was... This was... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, uh, the, uh, the twist ending thing had already been done with The Sixth Sense. This came out in 2002, mm-hmm. but it was still relatively fresh. So when the twist happens in this, you're like, oh, fuck. Because you never would have thought it. Your brain what did never. You do? Well, you never. Yeah, it's like, what did you do, Stephen? Did, <laughs> did you come inside I'm, of a sock again, Stephen? I what? know your tricks. Gypsy. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, you think I'm afraid of you? I spit on you. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely one of those movies that takes it goes off the rail in a good way, and it takes you on an adventure. And I like those because, it, like, I was watching it today, and I already knew, I already knew the uh, the ending. Uh, as far as like I already like I said the first 15 minutes I remembered yeah but even watching it now uh when they're when John Cusack is running through and he's going to confront um uh Ray Liotta I already know what's going to happen but I'm like oh fuck I don't know <laughs> maybe I could be wrong I yeah. could be wrong yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, dude. you said it. You, you said it perfectly, dude. Like it's it, it's 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 a thriller. It's a whodunit. All that stuff like that. But the way I see it, it's like it's all those things. But it's 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 filmed through the lens of a cheesy two thousands movie. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, um, came out in a two, like, yeah, like a ghost ship type fucking like thirteen kinda, ghosts and shit. Sort of like, yeah. sort of cheesy, but not bad. Like I kind of like it. Like that twist ending when it happens, you both like. I think now we go, oh, cool. But back when it happened, you were like, of course, they got to be fucking edgy and weird and try to fucking no, I, Marco this bitch. But like, it's back not then I, I, was, I was fucking, no, back then I was like, holy shit, because M. Night Shalababa, M. Night Shalaman was still kind of <laughs> relatively new. Yeah. Well, because no, uh, like, the Sixth Sense came out in 99. And that really, right. that really started doing the twist ending. But they were always trying to shock you. Like, they were trying to be shocking in like movie theaters back then all the time with these thrillers mm-hmm. and like stuff like that they were trying to go over the top so you kind of knew the f- I, I remember the feeling I, I had the first time i watched it you're like this movie's pretty good and it's pretty entertaining and i'm having a great time but i just know when the end comes it's gonna be some stupid fucking bullshit and I then it happens i didn't know i thought it was well it's kind of like it, it kind of like the way they do it like 
I won't say anything about the ending just yeah. in case you guys have seen it. Yeah, this is the one those that you have to watch, yeah. There's multiple twists and reveals, and then there's a final twist. But when the final twist happens, I was like, you may have out the one you're welcome. Like, I was like, that may have been one too many, you know, like is one. Is that, that fake leather that you present to me? <laughs> yes. You're there in my home trying to you're trick me. In my home of Russia? <laughs> but yeah, it felt it felt a little cheese, a little corn, but that was how they made movies at this point in in the movie Spectre. So like I I don't hate it for that, but I just acknowledge that it's a little cheesy, but it's still really cool. I, like, I thought at the same time. I, I, I thought the acting was incredibly good. It was, and, it was and, good. and I got to give it up for um and I never can remember that dude's name. I swear to God, the 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 one that you know, his eyes move back and forth really fast. I don't know, like he's trying to read a book at hyperspeed. I know it's conditioned. Uh, um, the uh, dude in the chair. Um, yeah, he was in Daredevil. He was one of the priests. Not Pruitt Daredevil. Uh, Constantine. Constantine. Pruitt Taylor Vince is his name. He yeah, did a good job, I, he's too. a great fucking actor. He really is a good actor, and he was awesome in this. John Cusack was obviously really good in this. Everybody was really good in this. I really didn't have a problem with anybody in this movie. Jake Busey was just being Jake Busey. I think they they actually didn't even tell him to act. He just was himself. <laughs> uh, John but, McKinley yeah, oh, from Scrubs was good too. Yeah, yeah, he was good too. Uh, everybody was what really have awesome. You done? And then when you what find out when you find out what what's you know the ultimate plot. You know the ultimate end of the 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 show. You're like, oh, it all makes sense because they all have unique parts to play, I suppose, and and that's all makes up this this uh, crazy ending. I gotta say the the one part that freaked me out because I w- I only imagine if that happened to you. Do you, you remember that scene with John Cusack when all of a sudden you know he's looking at the driver's oh. license and then he's fucking there? Yeah. Ooh, you know, God. I'm just yeah, saying, imagine your life, okay? Everything that you know in your whole fucking life, all right? And then it's gone that mm-hmm. quickly. And then yeah. they show you a reflection of yourself. You're like, who the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds like my story of when they try to put me on antidepressants. <laughs> That's how I felt for, for a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I really here? How did I get here? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, shit, yeah, like, I had that conversation with myself last night. I was like, God, you're fat. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, but it's like it's one of those things. It's like you really have to face yourself and and, and it's one of those revealing kind of uh, story and plot lines and it's like it's it when I say it's Hitchcockian and it and it does a really good job of playing that up and it does it does the pure thriller element perfectly. I don't yeah. think it ever crosses over into what I would consider strictly horror at all. I think it maintains the balance of only thriller and a whodunit type of story. Mm-hmm. That's it. Would, and I feel like it's just, the unique movie that does that. They sp- they splice in the slasher stuff, like the baseball bat scene. No, that, like, well, it's like Psycho. Scene. Psycho, to me, is not a horror movie. Psycho is a thriller. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's a thriller movie. I, I, I understand why it's considered the first slasher. I understand. Because there are elements of it that are considered slasher but i feel like overall i feel like it's a thriller movie because yeah it's a man dealing with uh mental uh problems he's you know mm-hmm. he's fucking crazy and it's the exploration of his psyche and how he sees the world in some respects so I don't yeah know. no i see what you're saying and i think you you nailed it at the beginning when you said it's an alfred hitch i would say it's an alfred hitchcock type film through the lens of a. Maybe cheesy, but kind of rad at the same yeah. time. Two thousands uh, horror thriller, like, mm-hmm. and that I think that's the best way you could possibly explain this fucking movie. But either way, it's fun. So like, every you like this better. Some... Here's the weird thing, dude. I get this one confused. Identity always gets confused with uh, confused with me with a uh, memento. 
Yeah, but I like this better than Memento, actually. But do you know, but it, it, I was, but when they were like, hey, do you remember Identity? And I, like, it, it somehow it goes to Memento, and I start remembering the plot lines from Memento. Memento came out in 2000. This came out in 2002. So they're pretty close. Yeah. Almost in the same kind of way. Like, one guy can't remember well, anything. The, the, yeah, and, these kind of movies were all the rage then. Like, that was, there was a lot of these type of films coming out, which I kind of Butterfly Effect. What did Butterfly That came out around the same time. 2004, the same time. 2005. Yeah. And I miss that. Like, I miss movies trying to be edgy and weird and fucked up. Like, like now it has to be an IP or a straight up horror movie. But back yeah. in the 2000s, dude, like, you, they're like, hey, let's just do something fucking kind of gothic and metal yeah. at the same time. And you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Ashley, let's make a vagina a butterfly and say it comes out of people's effect. heads. Okay. Yeah, I miss these times. Like, yeah. but that's, and that's, you know, we've talked a thousand times about the death of theaters. Uh, and I won't, I don't want to get back into that conversation, but I think part of the problem is, is that you don't get movies like this in theaters anymore. Yeah. It's always, it's got to have a built-in specific fucking audience with an yeah. IP or a superhero movie. You just don't get original movies. And if you, know you do, what it is, you don't man. get the actors. You don't have directors uh, with balls anymore. They don't yeah. want to. They don't want to swing for the fences. I mean, I'm well, not. No, it's not the directors. It, it's the audiences. It's the studios. Well, like these I movies think, go to Netflix, but they don't go to theaters anymore. I don't. You know. I don't know, man. I, I look at like I, I, there's a lot of generic copy and paste kind of movies out there, and like I, I feel like directors are getting lazy too. I'm not saying it's always directors, and I'm not saying. I think it's, it's both. Maybe I yeah. think there's a machine. Obviously, there's a machine that works when you put the movie a movie together. There's there's producers, there's writers, there's corporate involvement, there's the director. But I'm saying ultimately, I think that if you have directors that have balls, like I feel mm-hmm. like. Back in those days, you would have a director be like, "Hey, man, let's just have a good time." And also, corporate corporations were willing to take a chance. But yes, of course, the audience has something to do with that, of course. But they were like, "Let's take a chance. Let's see. Let's throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks, and we'll yeah. see what we get." But you don't have that anymore. But you're right. The main focus nowadays is like, uh, how much more can we suck off come from Disney? Because I want to see what fucking Avengers 18 looks like. And yeah. that's what all the rage is all about. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I love I love superhero movies. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, it just feels like it's always the special effects laden, mm-hmm. universally bland plot that they, they spurn out or it's a remake of some kind that's also, like, just indubitably... I, I can't even say the word. Indubitously? Indubitously? I don't know. It's just full. What's it's a Nubian? Sho- it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's chock full of political bullshit and all this stuff. Look, guys, I just want to get back to the day when these movies were being made. Identity, all those movies, it was just mm. like, hey, you went to the theater, you had a good fucking time. Joyride, you went to go and have a good fucking time. And you had a it's good a, goddamn time when you left. They make them. They still make them. And, and they, they take swings for the fences, but they're always VOD because the studios won't put the money behind them. So some yeah. of them are good. Some of them are great, but they don't have the money in them. So none of them are really up to the quality level. Yeah. Like the story's cool and it has a cool twist, but the acting was to wherever the, you know, like they, they make it. They still exist, but nobody gives a fuck because it's not 18 Spider-Mans jumping out of a fucking closet. You know what I, mean? I, like, I do like 18 Spider-Mans jumping out of a closet. Who wouldn't? I didn't know what I was going to wear today. Except <laughs> I like you. that too, but yeah, I need but, a little yeah, bit of I know. But yeah, it's getting it's getting tiresome. It's getting tiresome. And I wish I wish we would go back at least for horror movies or 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 suspense thriller movies. We would go back to what they were doing in the early 2000s, late 90s. But at the end of the day, this movie to me is a is an 8.0. Uh there's really nothing wrong with it. It's a it's a solid movie. It's a sound movie. Mm-hmm. And it's well acted all the way through. It's weird. And then but once you I I would say about an hour and 10 minutes into the movie, once you really start understanding what's going on, you're like, fuck, that's crazy. 
To me, it's like Jennifer Lopez when she was in The Cell, the movie The Cell. It's kind of like yeah. that weird, freaky, like, oh, shit. What's yeah? It's that, we, it's that weird movie, dude, that works. It, it's, it does the AHS twist, you know, mm-hmm. but it but you're like, oh, but it also works on that level. So, like, it works as a thriller. There's these people in this hotel. People start dying. Yeah. Interesting actors. Uh, who the fuck is Ray Liotta? What's going on with that prisoner? It works on that level. And then when they switch it up on you, you're like, oh, whoa, we just made a different movie. But then that movie works, too. So you're like, okay, fuck yeah. I'm going to give it Dude. a strong, strong 7.5. Like you, I, I like what it. you just said, though. I like what you said. American Horror Story. Imagine American Horror Story doing, I like, mm. Identity. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking mm-hmm. huge, dude. Because then you could do whole episodes on who the That'd characters awesome. are, and yeah. they all come together, and the culmination would be what you saw at the end of the movie. Yeah, but they don't jump the shark and make them literal sharks like coming out of their skin or some dumb shit like HS would probably do. But like, yeah, like you make it good, right? Yeah, like no, the twist would be what the end of the movie was. But that yeah, would be something. fucking insane. I like that. That's a good idea. That's pretty fucking yeah. dope. I dig that too. But yeah, no, it's strong 7.5 for me. I, I didn't buy the ending as much as I wanted to. And I thought it got a little, just, 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 just a little bit. Well, just, you know, obviously it's untrue because he it. said horrors don't get second chances, but Courtney loves doing all right. So I don't know. <laughs> she got 12 chances. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. And the Kardashians <laughs> are still going strong. So you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> But no, great fucking pick, Michael Johnson, Andrew Scalco. Sean had us do a, a commentary for this movie a while back, and uh, it got lost to the internet when we switched podcast servers. So it was fun to talk about it again. It's because Sean, Sean is a magical creature who takes his pants off and dances in the nightlight. Yeah, he you does. Know, that's just what happens. He, he's a beautiful unicorn, dude. I do want to read this comment, though, that I saw while we were talking. I, I just missed it. I'm trying was to it find a it. Was it a comment? Because I hope it is. It, I think it is, but it also it, the only reason I want to read it is because it actually just made me laugh. It was kind of it was mean, but it was kind of funny. Um, oh fuck, I can't find it. Uh, anyways, the guy said he, what he said was he said, "I bet the let me try to find the actual one before I say it because I want to read it." I, I'm just forward. impressed with that one vein, dude. Do you see that? Look at that one fucking vein coming down my head. I can barely see. It's not as pertinent as you probably think it is. It's just in your head, but I can I don't see know, that. Dude, it's pretty big. It looks like. I really look like RoboCop when he takes his helmet off. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> good times for life, uh, said. Uh, and it can't be too big because he's a subscriber. He says, guaranteed these two got drunk one night and one of them woke up with a dick in his butt. <laughs> well, first off, I don't know how you've had a camera in our bedroom for the last five years because that's happened more than once. Um, but, yeah, we have. Uh, that's why I, we don't go to B-dubs together anymore. Yeah, and that's why we had to take a break because, you know, it's like <laughs> we're just doing too much fuck-butting. Fuck-butting. Butt-fucking. Butt-fuck-fuck-buddy. Yeah, fuck yeah butt we've fuck been buddy. butt-fucking a lot. I don't know. Is there something wrong with that? Like, I don't know. Do you not butt-fuck your friends? Cause, is it uh, not healthy? I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it kept your dick strong and their butthole uh, cleaned out. Yeah. So you got to – yeah, when you make a new friend, you're like, hey, do you want to be friends? They're like, yeah. It's like, okay. This is great, but yeah, I don't think that was a hate comment. I, I just feel like that was a supportive comment. It was, it was an observe observatory comment. Yeah, it was an observational comment, and I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to fuck butt sometimes. That's Holly. By Rogers the way, said. I just want to point this out, uh, uh, and I know because guys, I saw. I don't the comments. I don't care. <laughs> I try to be like, ah, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. The comments. I saw the comments about the uh, the 4K thing. Listen. I just want you to know the ones that really believe in 4K. Holy 
fuck, dude. Jesus Christ. You guys act like it's a Muslim temple or a Christian t- uh, church that you go to every Sunday and you worship at. I could be wrong. Okay? 4K could be the most wondrous fucking gift that Jesus Christ has ever given to you upon this earth except wine. I understand. The ones that are saying, I disagree wholeheartedly with Jay. My God, that man knows nothing about 4K and 4K players. Do you not know that the sea blows in the wind? <laughs> Guys, calm the fuck down. Jesus was this Christ. off of Was this uh, off look, our conversation know, about TVs ago. the other night? Yeah, it was a few years. I'm just saying, personally, I've seen 4K and I've seen Blu-ray and I've seen 1080 and I've seen I've seen like 1080 t- titties. I don't fucking, it doesn't look different to me. If it looks different to you and you, honest to God, see the difference and you think you're watching fucking, I don't know, the greatest movie theater experience of your life on an 80 inch TV. Fuck yeah, dude. Go do you, bro. Surf ninjas. But Jesus Christ, don't act like if they put surf ninjas in 4K. I backyard, pulled their pants down, showed their wiener to you and your your family, your adopted son, David, and then shit in your mouth. These people were getting fucking serious about it. I'm like, dude, 4K, whoop-de-fuckity-doo. I, I, <laughs> like, I don't know what this is specifically in reference to other than our conversation the other day. No, but I will tell one you, of the other videos. I will tell you this. I used to not understand either, but like when I got that new TV – yeah. I noticed I think it's 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 part it's partly the shitty quality when you watch something that doesn't have good quality on a really big TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like but like when you watch something specifically in 4K on the 4K TV, it is like Aladdin's like a whole new world. Like I'm like well, I that, can see that, that extra's face. That guy's playing Galaga. Like I could it's like it really does make a difference. But yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I'm fine, just saying like fine, I just learned Jesus, about this. I mean, I'm just saying like these motherfuckers like act like I came after their newborns. And told them I was gonna fucking kill their grandchildren. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see no, I, I'm not. They didn't say it like that. But dude, the, the yeah, it was like three or four videos ago. But we did a live stream and we were talking about 4K. You mentioned something about you were gonna get a 4K player, and these people were like fucking psychos coming out of the goddamn picnic in, in, in like Alabama. Fucking like he don't know what he's fucking talking about. I don't fucking like him. <laughs> fucking burn him at the stake. Jesus Christ, he gonna talk about 4K like that? Anyway, <laughs> don't you saying, dare. Yeah, fuck you, fuck me Come for having my your opinion. All I'm saying is like, hey, okay, good for you. You, you, you know, look, I never noticed. Like, if I can notice a couple of extra pixels, fuck yeah, dude, I'm having a fly. I'm having a great time, but I don't notice them. I've never personally noticed them. <laughs> I'm, Somebody I'm else. A, can... I'm not at all a stickler for like presentation quality. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'll fucking watch that shit on DVD. I don't give a shit. It's a fucking movie. Hey, is it? I watch it on cheaper? VHS. I watch it on fucking Beta Track. I don't give a is, shit. Is it a dollar cheaper to rent it in SD? Let's go with the three ninety nine yeah, instead dude, of four ninety nine. But I will say, like, like again, like, there's certain movies that, like, I'm like, I bought the TV and I was like, fuck. Now I gotta buy a fucking 4K player. And Katie was like, "Shut the fuck up! We're not buying it." I was like, "Just maybe for like Christmas." I didn't <laughs> I even. Like, well, now yeah, you got you got to compromise with that shit because I, I no, I'm not gonna watch movies. I thought I thought well, it's been a while. Like I, I'll buy a UHD on because I'll get I'll get obsessed with it too. I'm like, 
UHD is like a dollar more than the regular standard version on Amazon. I'll just buy the UHD and see what mm-hmm. it looks like. But I bought the UHD and I watched it, and then I watched the regular version. I'm like, I ain't seen the difference. Yeah, it, well, I did read something though. It said that unless it's on a 75 inch TV or bigger, you don't notice it. Well, why so don't that's... you just suck the feelings out of my fucking teeth? <laughs> that, but that's 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 what it is. Like, like I never noticed it either, dude. Like, I swear to God, like I I fight for, and and you know, I wasn't just like let me smoke my pipe. Yeah, it's like if you're rich folks, if you're rich folk, you yeah. can enjoy no, 4K. My whole <laughs> thing, dude. My whole thing was our TV that we'd had, we had for fucking years mm-hmm. like years i mean we had it since fucking before christ was born this flat screen ah, tv and it was like you would the t- jesus sandals <laughs> you would turn it on and like the whole left side of the screen would just be like yeah you know so like i yeah. earned this new fucking tv but it's okay i was like as soon as we buy a house as soon as we buy this house like as soon as we own it i'm buying a fucking tv because you know you're trying to build up your credit and all that Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to put anything on any credit, but like the second we bought the house, like that next week, I was like, here comes, here comes the day. So I bought it. It's just a 75 inch Sony. It's nothing fucking insane, but yeah. I will say, dude, like w- w- the fun part about it is, is if you watch, you can watch a movie that you've seen a billion times, but then you watch it in 4k on that size. And you do notice like so many little things you didn't before. And people start to look like they're in fucking 3d. Like somebody be walking through is like, you look like you're separate. And it makes me feel weird. Like it's pretty fucking cool. But I get what you're saying. Well, I, I yeah, I think that overall, though, I just think that hey, man, just enjoy the fucking movie. Like Jesus Christ. Like yeah, I mean, at some point, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like, hey, can I get a zoom in on his dick? Can I see his pimples on his fucking forehead? I would never I say. Don't care. I, don't I would care. never. I would never ever look at someone and be like, well, you haven't seen Donnie Darko until you've seen it. In well, 4K. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Comments that were coming out, like, yeah, these motherfuckers act like they were the rich motherfucker from Gilligan's Island. I'm like, why don't you suck my butthole? I guarantee you, you're not. (laughs) And yeah, if I wanted to, you know what? If I wanted to spend the money and get a 75, 85, 100,000-inch fucking TV, which won't even match the size of my dick, I'll do it. (laughs) But I don't want to do that. And I'm, I, you know, I'm perfectly happy watching the DVD quality of the movie. But yeah, you know, all I'm saying, I just want to, I just want to make sure that we are all under uh, on the understanding boat here i was not saying i was an expert like people were acting like i was acting like i was an expert on it i was saying my personal opinion i never noticed the difference that's all i was saying but if you enjoy 4k and everyone that you know and your mama's brother enjoys 4k good for you that's awesome i just i didn't and i haven't maybe i haven't been exposed to the 4k to really understand it but there's a difference between being like hey man you got to understand like how cool it is. Like how Mike explained it is different versus being an asshole and being a little tiny dick motherfucker and saying it differently like that. It's like, there's a difference Like mm-hmm. you can be like, Hey man, you don't get what I'm saying. Let me just explain it. Versus like, I'm going to be a dick and have a small wiener and explain it. Like I'm fucking Bill Gates. Cause you're not Bill Gates and you have a small wiener. So I'm not going to listen to you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, people are saying there's an 8k out now. I'm like, I just got the that's fucking 4 That's what I'm saying. Dude. And, and next Stop year it's going to be a 16k. And you're like, well, fuck it anymore. Like, well, and I mean, then next year it's going to be like, hey, guess what? Just go out and turn the I, fucking movie off and reenact it yourself. <laughs> I, 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 I'll be honest with you, dude. Like when 4K came out, I got fucking pissed because I was all up in the Blu-ray, Blu-ray collection Done. shit. Yeah. Like, dude, I was buying it. I was going to the the resellers. I was going all over town. Like, yeah. one of my favorite things to do was just work on my fucking Blu-ray collection. And then one day I got fucking pissed off at the world and I said, I'm going to sell every fucking one of these. And I just took yeah. it somewhere and sold it for like probably a, a 12th of what it's worth but you probably the thing gave is, that, is that, that you probably gave that gentleman enough money to get a 4k player <laughs> right? but like 
and I got pissed because I was like, what was the point of collecting all these fucking movies if they're going to come out with another one in two goddamn years? Uh, so I get that. But now I'm, it's taken me a couple years, but now I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy like 25. I'm going to buy like my most special effects, important favorite movies in my collection in 4K, and I'm going to buy a 4K player at some point just so I have the ultimate. And I'm pretty sure as soon as I do that, then it's going to be like, 8k is here to well, fucking, you know, well the 8k you know. is already out but you know the problem with the 4k player is I, I mean they're pretty pricey but if you get the 4k player when the 8k thing becomes like a mainstream thing the 4k player is going to be like no like ex- no more expensive than like 300 bucks and you might drop six or seven hundred dollars on a 4k player that's worth a fuck well right and, now and apparently, you're stuck I mean, they're 150 bucks are for they? like a decent one yeah but that's, that's too much to me i was hoping for like 30, I, believe 40 I don't believe it it's quite <laughs> i even fucking 4K. i went to buy one and i it was like it was the cheapest one you can get was like 90 bucks and i was like no not today i don't care if it's 90 bucks <laughs> you know what got, I, 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 i'm just I, you know look i'm happy that my xbox plays blu-ray yeah. or my, my ps4 plays blu-ray and yeah. then i have a all digital <laughs> Xbox Series S, and I can download movies on Blu-ray. I feel like Blu-ray is it. I think the next thing you need to conquer, not 4K, not 8K, not 16K, hey, bitch, let me be in the movie, like goddamn Ready Player One. <laughs> like, that, that, then I'll be like, I'll drop the big dollars for it. Yeah. Because then if I but, actually get to be in the movie and walk around, okay. I've, I've said, I've, I just got, I've said all this. I've been, I've been like, fuck 4K, fuck you, fuck everybody. For so long, but then once I started watching, I was like, I started itching. I was like, oh, I think I need to get. Maybe I gotta get a bigger TV, but I don't, I don't now I need to get one, and I'm like fucking bothered by like how much money it's gonna cost, and it's like bothering me. But it, yeah, you know, you got the lore tab itches. Yeah. Like when, when you're not like taking the lore tabs, you get itchy. Like it's when you're addicted. Uh, Y'all got yeah, I, I only have like a 42 inch TV, but I don't know, man. Even if I had a bigger TV, I I just don't think I, I don't know. I just I don't want to spend the extra money for the 4K player or the 4K movie. I feel like what I'm what I feel like the most the comfortable I would be is I'll I'll order it on uh, on Amazon Prime on UHD ultra high definition and that's mm-hmm. as far as I'll go. It's good it's like rather than You're still like, seeing the movie. Yeah, and I mean it is what it is. It's still a fucking movie. I don't care yeah. about yeah, as long as the look, as long as I'm not seeing a fucking staticky movie, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but yeah, it's good enough. It's all good I'm enough. saying, by the way, I'm not ranting necessarily. I'm just saying there are people out there, and these are goddamn tech nerds. These are fucking tech nerds, and I don't give a you look. I didn't call your names out. I could have, and I could have made fun of you, but I didn't. I'm just saying that you motherfuckers that take this shit way too seriously need to get a girlfriend and stop using your hand as your girlfriend. Because holy shit, nobody cares about your expensive fucking... This is like the 1980s. If some guy was like, look at my CD collection. Look at my five stereo CD player. It plays five different CDs. Just saying. Calm down a little bit there, sister. I was always jealous of people's CD collections. Like they I was too. I always wanted a CD collection. But Jesus Christ, these guys are becoming nice those one. people with CD collect. These are, I, these are like, hey man, do you, know how many, do you know how many CDs I can play in my car? Five. Five. Yeah. It spins well, around. It's awesome. I had a nice CD collection, like a big ass book of it. Shit got stolen right out of my fucking car. Just right out of my car. Gone forever. Gone forever. Never yeah. gonna see but it. Again. I, I've ran <laughs> again. That wasn't a rant. I was just having fun. By the way, I didn't drink, name drop anybody. We were just having fun. I I think that you know I 
Hey, you watch whatever you want to watch on. I, I, you know what I want to do? Actually, one thing I want to do that I've wanted to do for a while is buy one of those tube TVs, like the but the ones that oh, have the old, VCR yeah, yeah, connected yeah. to it. And I want to put it on this table over here and just put in movies all day long and just dude, have VHSs playing. Like that's just as cool I, to me as four I no, I hundred percent agree with you, dude. There was something very special and charming about watching movies on VHS on a regular screen tube TV. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and you had to use tracking. You know, you don't, had don't sh- try to like don't you know, try to watch it on your flat screen though. You remember the time you and I tried to watch Alien? We didn't have the DVD. We were going to review Alien, and like I was like, "Hey, dude, I got the VHS." Yeah, but I was like, like, "Where's the tracking?" Yeah, we we put the, we plugged that fucking VHS up to the goddamn up to a plasma TV and try to watch it, dude. Oh my god, it looked like way, fucking the, just blobs flying. We went old school too because we were like opening up, we were blowing in it like a Nintendo cartridge and trying to fix it. Yeah, that's but yeah, there. But you know, it was. It, you know, there is something special about watching um, classic movies on a VCR with an old tube TV. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels good. Yeah. There's another argument to be made for like digital versus physical media. Because like, well, I'm not. And again, I'm not. I'm not on the side of like let's go back and forget about the improvements of DVD and Blu-ray or or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not on that side. I'm just saying like there there was a charm about watching uh you know a vhs movie on a vhs uh, you know player yeah. and the old school tvs if it's good enough it's it's going to be good enough yeah, yeah for sure but it is, it is it's really fun to re-experience movies when they actually get like you remember like playing an xbox 360 game when it was updated for xbox one like it's like yeah. it's like i'm experiencing this whole thing again so that's a really cool feeling when it comes to it but like yeah i i, I just i the physical media thing gets me too. Cause I'm like, I got to go out and pay all this money for physical media. Whereas you and I review so many movies. If I want to watch a movie, I won't buy it anymore. Like I'll just like, if I want to watch a movie, I'll rent it for four bucks. Right. But now that this 4k things there, I'm like, now it's like $7. I want to watch like, it. Like, oh yeah. It'll be seven bucks. But I want to watch it in 4k. Well, here's the so thing. I though. have to buy the well, thing. I'm like, God yeah, damn it. It's a smart, uh, it, it's a smart marketing ploy for sure. Cause it's like, Oh, you ain't up to the latest. Unless you got this new fucking uh, definition that you're watching on your TV. I don't know. It bothers me. I was like, I want to see that guy's moose knuckle. I just want to watch the fucking movie. And it's like, if you take away the option for me to watch it on that bullshit yeah. SD, I was like, fuck you, man. Like, you guys are just now, you're trying to suck my fucking money out of my goddamn artery. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Look at you. But hey, those SDs are a dollar cheaper in most situations. So you do Until have they're gone, until they phase them out, and they don't yeah. even give you that option anymore. What I'm worried about is when they go, oh, by the way, Movies Anywhere is bankrupt, so all your movies in your collection are just gone. See ya. Oh, dude, like, that, that's going to happen. That's my, that's my number one theor- uh, fear, dude. On Amazon, I've got a shit ton of fucking movies that I've that's rented. Oh, no, I bought. I got all. I got a shit ton of Van Dams, Seagulls. Yeah. I got the classics. I got some. I got some heavyweights. I got some surf ninjas. I got that's, some good shit. When they say it's gone, why? That's why I have never, almost never bought a movie digitally ever. But now that I had the 4K, I was looking on Vudu, and I'm like, well, they have these 4K movies, and I like, I want to see. Yeah, yeah I want to see this movie in 4K because it's it is a different experience. So I want to I want to experience it like that. Kind of like people go to IMAX for it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to do that, but. On the other hand, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay $10 to do that because now I'm just going to go buy a 4K player and buy them because at least no matter what happens in the world, I got that in my hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the, the, I don't no want doubt. Bill Gates stealing media, my goddamn movie collection. The physical media is the best, uh, the best route to go. But unfortunately, uh, what's happening in the world is that the physical media is going the way of the dinosaur. It's not going to stay around. They're coasting. I mean, that's it. I mean, look, we all – you know, we're not going to get into the the comments about the uh, the the theaters experiences or anything like that. Uh, you look like Prince, dude, like saying goodbye to a fan. Like, 
uh, <laughs> uh, because I love you, baby, but don't look me in the eye. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, the physical media is going the way of the dinosaur, and that's unfortunate because uh, this is all the, the problem with digital media. And I understand the reason why it's popular, it's very convenient. I like having digital media because you can just you don't have to go into your DVD collection and pull out the movie you want to watch. You can just go to, you know, Netflix or Amazon in this case and scroll over to the movie that you want to watch, rent it or buy it. And there you go. When they lose licensing, because there's a million streaming service now, when they lose licensing and they take away your fuck, that's when I'm like, I don't think Amazon prime is going anywhere for a few years, but if they ever do go down, I don't think, well, actually I'll take that back. I don't think Amazon's going anywhere. Amazon's the new Walmart. Like yeah. they're never gonna fucking leave. So your your collection on Amazon Prime is probably gonna stay unless they change the terms of service, and then you have to do. I don't know. They could, but they could lose rights to the movies. Yeah, I what just I feel, what I feel I like what, what what talks about digital media, dude, is because when you buy something, that's physical, right? When you hold it in your hands, that's yours, right? The publisher made it. Mm. They made a product, and you bought it, and now and it's you, yours physically. And you get to look at it on your shelf all pretty and right. shit. and it looks great, and you dust it, and you yeah. might jack off to it depending on the movie. I have, but if you do a probably. digital movie, I feel like what digital movies are, and, and I'm guilty of this because I've, I've bought a shit ton of digital movies. Dude, I have a goddamn collection. Mm. The problem is, is that you've really leased a movie. You don't really own it. You've leased a movie. Even though you yeah. might have dropped 20 bucks or $22. Yeah, I need the NFT of this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, and that's the really shitty part. There's no guarantee that you're you can't keep it. It's just mm. as long as those streaming platforms stay up, yeah. you can watch and the it's, movie. But they're going to take that option away soon. Like like people in the chat are talking. Best Buy, you go there. It's one fucking. It's they used to at least have a section. Now it's one fucking kiosk. I have been to Best, Best Buy's Buy got since, rid of them. Walmart's yeah, some of the only people like, that has them anymore. See. They're stealing it from us. And once the physical copies aren't there for us to buy, then they're going to start dicking. See, that, like, well, that's you the want problem right there. That's the, that's the, well, that's the problem. It's like, now you don't even get a choice anymore. Like, yeah. that's how they fucked you. Because yeah. now they're like... They fuck you the drive through No, yeah, yeah. Dude, they, this motherfucker, they eroded your brain like goddamn crack. They're like, oh, yeah, digital is safe. <laughs> yeah. And then when people start buying into it, specifically during the pandemic, or I, I know that we're still in a pandemic, according to some, but specifically during the the coronavirus people were staying at home and they were like oh it's easier for me to rent the movie online and or whatever the physical media slowly started going away and now they're like hey guess what nobody wants the physical media because of Mm -hmm. what happened with the pandemic so they're going to cut back on production and by the way these studios these movie studios are making a fucking goddamn king triton Mm. amount of money on not producing the physical copy and only producing the digital copy yeah they, they don't have to ship it they don't ton. have to do anything like do they cut that, out the physical hey, cost what happens when the goddamn russians attack and they steal our fucking internet guess what i will learn to yeah, do it and say fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you honestly you never know like or you like in, in a lot of like a, a storm happens and you're without power for a week oh i'll just watch some movies oh my god i can't connect to the fucking internet yeah, not dude, to say that you could well, without yeah, power well, anyway but you know what i mean no, I, I definitely, well, unfortunately for me, I am kind of fucked on this uh, because I only, I have a PS4 and an Xbox One S, so I am, it's all connected through digital. If I lose mm. power, I can't watch any movie. Yeah. So I, yeah. I but I, I do, I, I used to, back in the day, I bought a Blu-ray player. I need to go back and just buy a Blu-ray player So because uh, I, I still have physical copies of movies that I would want to watch. 
I feel like this is a good advice for anybody. Digital movies are awesome. And when you rent them, because it's very convenient, especially when you buy them, it's even more convenient because you can go back and watch it anytime you want, anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. You could be flying, you could be traveling or whatever. You yeah. can watch it whenever you want. But it's unreliable because if you wind up in a situation where you don't have internet or all of a sudden that streaming service that you bought it from loses rights to that movie, you lose the fucking movie. It's always good to have a backup plan and have a physical copy at least of your favorite movies. So what I would suggest is not go out and buy every single fucking awesome movie that you want to buy. Just buy your favorites. You know what? Start, just, a, yeah. start a small collection of your favorite movies to have on physical media. I may start with the 4K buying the physicals again eventually uh, once I buy a 4K player. But I, I, I'll, I, whenever I want to watch a movie, dude, I just rent it. You know, like I just, I just rent the movie when I want to watch yeah. it. Uh, JT Custom said, "What about Fye? Uh, Fye does have a lot of movies. We have one in Lexington, like, uh, but like, and I love going in there and fucking around. Yeah, but they have a big use selection too. A lot of their inventory is just used. They don't have yeah. that many new things, so even they aren't really selling a shit ton of new stuff. So, yeah. it's really Walmart's really the main people that sell new, and then Amazon obviously you buy it physically. But I'll tell you this, man. Most importantly, and and really coming to the forefront of the conversation." Something I really want to discuss is the fact that I'm also I'm I'm a empty on my drink and b have to piss it out of my wiener. I have to um, too. I, I think we should end the, the 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 situation. I think it's time now, Mac. Yeah, I, I think, think it's we need time to go. To go, but yeah. hey, I've had a great maintain- fucking time, dude. And no doubt, yeah. we could probably talk about this for like two more hours. The Easy. benefits and and the and 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 the uh, discouraging shittiness of of digital media versus <laughs> physical yeah. media. But uh, we got, I got to pee really bad too. I got to pee so bad. It hurts. Uh, and, but most importantly, hey, almost 300 people in here on a chat. That's not any movie news, no Halloween stuff. We just talked about some two, a 2000s horror movie. We talked about lights out. We talked about a time travel movie. We just hung out, shot the shit and over 300 it. people almost all night long. You guys are the best fucking fans and friends that two assholes from Kentucky could ask for. I really appreciate you all's yeah. time. You guys are are real special people in our lives. And if anybody else asks, you're my best friend. I want to fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, guys. We'll see you guys soon. Super soon. With biscuits.